Hello, and welcome back. This is episode 111. Oh, that's creepy. It's like 111. I didn't notice. <laughs> welcome back to Clash. The sibling rivalry podcast. This rainy, thundery weather that is forever about our castle is quite fit for the month that we're approaching october spooky just swiftly becoming i think since i've turned like 30 october's become like my favorite month of the year i don't <laughs> why don't know why don't ask me why you're into spooky All things right. yeah i like spooky things i'm getting into spooky things yeah. it's fun you know to get scared and then unscared i don't like too scary don't get too scared now not real true gut fear but like surface level fear you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's one of the. So hopefully that's one of the sound effects that'll show up soon. I'm looking for the uh, the Wilhelm scream. Um, Is that the? Ah! That's that. Yeah, that's that man scream that you hear in like every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so hopefully I'll have that soon. Um, but yeah, how you doing, Tiz? Um, this late September Sunday. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. You know, I can't complain. Um, it's a nice day out. Nice day to pod. Um, so, yeah. I uh, I lived some of my fears this week because I watched a movie called Old. And uh, your fear of getting old. I just want to say that M Night Shyamalan has a real uh, skill in finding average everyday things that happen to everyone and making you absolutely <laughs> horrified about it. <laughs> oh God! So I'll talk. I'll talk about that a little later. Um, but that might have upset me this week. <laughs> the movie had to be about just like every ailment that can possibly happen to a person as they get older or something. It's possible. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much, but I feel you. Um, I will say up at the top, we'll get the business out of the way because I think we have some pretty interesting topics this week. We also have some pretty interesting news. Yeah. Um, and I've forgotten things that I did this week. So hopefully they will come up into my memory, um, <laughs> soon. So sure two of them I wrote down, everything else I forgot. All right. But you guys can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. You can send me your um, recipe for, like, ginkgo biloba and make, heal my brain, you know? What do you what do What did you just say? Not. Ginkgo biloba. Uh, is that? <laughs> it's like a it's like a herbal remedy that's supposed to help with, like, your memory. Uh... That was, you don't, you wouldn't remember that. That was, like, real big when we were kids, like, for really? adults to take ginkgo biloba. Interesting. Yeah um for your memory but i don't know how well that works (laughs) you don't hear about it anymore (laughs) um you can also tweet at us at sr clash underscore pod um if you prefer a quicker method of communication um i know i do most of the time i go to twitter for most of my news um so yeah but uh yeah without further ado let's get into it what'd you do tiz so i played some new stuff this week um most notably, Ghost of Tsushima, which... Um, How is that? So, it is actually a really, really good game. And I like to describe things in ways that's like... I feel like nobody's described them before. So, I feel like, to me, like the best way to sum this game up is... A whole bunch of recycled ideas done to, <laughs> done to the utmost quality level. <laughs> 
<laughs> if that, <laughs> like, I know that might sound like bad and good at the same time. No, because that's just my hero, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we're always, everybody's like, why is my hero good? And you're like, you can't really point out why other than it's just doing the best at, at what, what it's it doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and similar, like, with Ghost of Tsushima, like, there's really nothing innovative about the game. Like, you can think of it as kind of like Assassin, Samurai Assassin's Creed without mm-hmm. the weird stuff that was you know like the supernatural like space alien stuff and all that that was in assassin's creed um it doesn't have any of that it's just like a grounded take you're on this island i don't know if wait, it's a... wait 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 when i <laughs> do you not remember i think this happened on the podcast do you not remember when i asked you does ghost of tsushima have real ghost in it no it doesn't you are the ghost of Tsushima. That's the that's what the title is. Okay, so I don't know if I'll ever find that episode, but I remember specifically asking you that, and you were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh snap!" because I wasn't interested in it because I was like, "There's no supernatural stuff in it," so I, I have no interest in this. I, there's and no then, way so I, I said, said, "I said yeah." I, 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 look, I don't think I'll ever find it. It's more than a hundred episodes yeah. now to go through. <laughs> But I could have sworn because I remember being so amped that I was like, I have another game to play because uh-huh. I was like, do Ghost of Tsushima have real ghosts? But anyway, I, that just like the way you worded that made me think of what, back when I asked that question. So what I might have said, though, because there is a kind of like a separate mode in the game that does have uh-huh. like demons and Oni and stuff that you fight. But that's uh-huh. not the main Ghost of Tsushima game. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So okay. there is like a sub game, and they even sell it separately for forty dollars. It's called uh, okay. Legends, um, okay. and that's basically like a multiplayer mode where you you like pick a class, and it's kind of like Neo ish, where you go in and you're fighting all these demons, and you're getting gear that drops mm-hmm. with like colors and stuff associated with it. Um, and the base game, like I was saying, is much more grounded though. It's like got you just a Japanese samurai story, right? Like you're a dude. Um, you're getting invaded by Mongols. Um, your clan is putting up a final stand. Your mm-hmm. favorite uncle gets captured. You get thrown off, thrown off a bridge, and everybody thinks you're dead. And now you have to kind of like rise up from the ashes and like be the one to bring everybody back together and like reclaim everything that your family just lost. Um, so it's like a very, very traditional kind of like Japanese samurai like redemption story type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the presentation of everything is just amazing, right? Like, it's so, like, everywhere you look is, like, cherry blossoms falling off of trees. Like, the the music is amazing. The 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 way everything just looked like, the aesthetic of everything. Yo, this um, was the one where the showcase where they had that dude playing that flute. <laughs> he I was think going so, in. yeah. The so, big, yeah, uh, I remember a lot of the visuals from that. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's just... It, Anybody that loves samurai <laughs> and ninja do? stuff, it nails that perfectly. And nice. The stuff I guess about the gameplay that's not so different is it kind of has that like, like it feels like a Ubisoft game, even though it's not. Where it's like, hmm. okay, here's a giant map. Um, it's broken up into sections. So you start off in the first section. Um, there's all these camps around that you can clear, whether via stealth or straight combat. And what I love about this game is they actually do like, you know how some games are like stealth games, but they say you can do whatever you want, but they really punish you for doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This game, like you can literally walk up to the front gate of a, ta- a camp, press a button that says standoff and you just yell out your character just yells and challenges the entire camp. 
um to a fight <laughs> which i just thought it was hilarious um, wow because it's like you can go stealth and which is like they call it like the ninja path or mm-hmm. like the samurai path which is like just melee combat um so i've been doing the non-stealth way i just walk up to every camp yell and then just <laughs> everybody single files and runs at me and i just dirt them all one at a time single file <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the first person who's closest to me hears me they attack first then the next person will attack um and I don't know if how much you remember like Assassin's Creed 2's combat where it was very like parry and reaction based. Yeah. This Counter. is almost exactly like that. Like there's a dodge oh, okay. and a parry and the enemies have very, very obvious tells on whether you should dodge or parry um, something. Uh, and basically once you parry something, it leaves the enemy like open to finish them or attack them. Um, and similar to Assassin's Creed, it only takes both you and the enemies like two or three hits to be dead you know what i'm saying so you really Mm kind of you do kind of want to play patient it's definitely not a hack and slash because they will like block your attacks and then stab you in the back and stuff like that um but i overall i think the combat is really engaging in a similar way i enjoyed like assassin's creed 2's combat um a lot and then um i I guess right now it's just kind of scratching that exploration itch even though i always say i'm done with open world games this 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 game is not a complex open world like it puts everything well, like you in say front that the way i say i'm done with side scrollers yeah exactly <laughs> um but it's very digestible right like there's only mm-hmm. a very select amount of different things but there every single thing that you can explore and find is then makes your character stronger so it's like there's nothing pointless in what you're going out and they have these little question marks on the map for you to discover stuff, kind of like Witcher, I guess, in a way. Um, okay. But none of it's useless, right? Like, it all gives you experience points towards your character. It all gives you armor pieces. It all gives you weapon camos. It all gives you uh, just anything that you want. In the, like, there's usually nothing you don't want from one of these, if that makes sense. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, I've just been really enjoying this game, um, kind of taking my time with it, not super rushing through the story. How does it feel and look on PS5? Amazing. That the graphics, oh my gosh. Like (laughs) the character models look a little bit older because they're like obviously remastered PS4 character models. Um, but the the grass and the trees and the wind and the rain and the everything in the environment, like it just looks real. Like it looks like you're really in the area. Like it looks like they took a photo of the area and put it in the game and that's what you're playing in. Um which is kind of insane. Um, and load times are super good on PS5 too, which is awesome. Um, so that's always good to see. So I will continue probably slowly going through that game. Um, there's this armor set I know of in this like second act or the second part of the island. I'm still on the first part, so I'm, I'm really trying to get towards this armor set. Um, nice. And it makes you like a really good, really good at melee combat. So I'm hype about that. Um, and I have. Is not- there any? Oh, sorry, good. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna ask if there's is there any chance you might post some footage from this to the channel? Um, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I definitely because this is a game some. I'll probably never play. <laughs> really? <laughs> Maybe, but like I'll probably play Segro. Like, there's so much on the the list mm-hmm. which I'll talk about this week uh, of problems of why I'll never get to this. Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have been recording some, so I might post some, and then um, I haven't played the co-op mode yet, so I might report okay. back on that once I do. Nice. Um, and then other than that, um, a new title that you introduced me to, uh, <laughs> For the King. Um, so I played For the King yesterday with you and Kay. Um, very, very enjoyable game, I think. Um, it's, 
I don't think I've ever played a turn-based RPG that was co-op. Uh, yeah, group uh, group RPG. Yeah, where you like each are in the battle and you each take turns making your moves and stuff like that. Um, but it works surprisingly well because I guess my first thought with something like that would be that it would take so long for people to make their turns i guess but yeah it actually goes pretty smoothly yeah it does go pretty fast after once everyone gets used to the mechanics i mm. think it goes a lot faster and you guys had a nice system too where it was like we would just pass the gold to you um if you if the, if it's an item and you want it you just take it or if somebody else calls it or whatever you can give it to them yeah like, i thought we you guys made that pretty efficient and smooth um and then like the game itself it, it gives me very like dungeons and dragons vibes too mm-hmm. like because of all the dice rolls <laughs> like there's so dice roll for every single action oh my god everything and then yeah it's always a different type um mm-hmm. i don't know if you were noticing like sometimes it'd be talent sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be awareness um this game like these types of games i've gotten this itch because i watched um woolly versus like a, a while back play uh Dokupon, mm-hmm. which is like it was a wii game that we probably would have just never heard of because i don't even know like they barely made a bunch of copies for the west anyway yeah and um but it was it was a it was like a it was a cooperative slash like versus rpg type mm-hmm. and it was a game that at least to my understanding it was a game that you could play for like weeks oh my gosh um because it would it would almost be like mario party levels of like pick your game that goes on for eternity Mm. um and your goal and all that and then i think it got to a point to where you were working together at one point but then it got to a point where you're almost working against each other Mm -hmm. um so it could get interesting in that way and so when i started looking for games like that since i couldn't actually get that game when i started looking for games similar to that for the king is one of the ones that always came up Mm -hmm. um so i had wanted to play this for a long time but yeah multiplayer (laughs) so you gotta find people to play you gotta buy the game so um it does i feel like needs and i'm sure you can agree after yesterday it needs Mm -hmm. some work (laughs) <laughs> yeah it needs some strengthening in some areas technical wise think... i'd say because it, it's kind of i guess unstable server wise and stuff like that we had a yeah. couple crashes that and like you guys had a whole save get deleted from a crash yeah. that was um, that's never happened it was so random so that that i know that feels kind of bad so um but that's i feel like that's not uncommon with these smaller steam titles like at all yeah. um i played definitely played my fair share of games like that um but mechanically, though, I think it's solid. Like, they have a very good gameplay loop Yeah. Um, there, which is dope. Now, before I played with you guys, were you playing with, like, a bot or, like, a random? No, we were just playing with two people. Okay, but it, I'm guessing it doesn't scale, so it's probably still the same difficulty. Um, I think it did scale. It did because scale. when we would try to play with, like, a third person dummy character where one of us would just control the third character it Mm -hmm. would be significantly harder Uh, so because i remember like there was a point in which i was like begging cat was like please can we just play with just two characters because i'm like i think having this third character is like ruining us yeah um but yeah so because that's why i told him i ended up telling him yesterday i'm like i think having a third living person (laughs) made the difference why do you think that is why because in my head i would think it would be easier to have less variables you know what i mean like to have one person control two characters what do you think think the problem is is that the decision the decision making gets too split 
Like, yeah. it's easy to just think about just your character, mm-hmm. but it's harder to think about two characters and how they balance with the rest of the group. Right. Um. So, like, right now, for example, it's like I, I was playing Minstrel mm-hmm. for you guys, so I was the money multiplier, and I'm also, like, kind of the buff person. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have to worry about. I didn't have to worry about being that person and the, like, strength person or the awareness person. Right. Um. So I think it helped being also helped. It's like you could go off... And not saying that you couldn't do this solo and, like, move the characters in this way, but when you're trying to learn the game, it's harder to think almost of two minds like that. So it was nice that you could, like, go off kind of on your little part of the board and handle a couple of fights on your own. Right. um, And come back to the group that way. That's true. Uh, What character did you play before the menstrual? Or, like, do you, uh, do you usually play? I tend to like to play the uh, blacksmith or the woodcutter because I just okay. like strength attribute because yeah. I also like playing with the dual weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A lot. But, yeah, like, because I tried before you played, I was trying to do, like, the awareness, which mm-hmm. was, like, the hunter. Or there's someone actually called, like, the trapper that has, like, the most awareness, I think. Okay. But trying to build a character around awareness in that game is, like, near impossible really because you just don't get enough equipment with awareness on it got you and like you saw yesterday we were getting stuff with so much intelligence intelligence on it. yeah absolutely so i played as a i played as a mage one mm-hmm. time and like i essentially got like or i played a scholar and i got up to 95 accuracy in intelligence oh my god and that's when we realized you couldn't max your accuracy over 95 it didn't matter whether your stats actually went above that gotcha um so so i had actually gotten to intelligence to like 98 or something ridiculous because i had that much stuff and then my character stats also built that way so yeah it's harder to do it off of a character that's not built around like strength or intelligence but again that's why I wanted to play and see if it was like a later game thing, like maybe around level seven or eight, you start mm-hmm. to get more awareness weapons. I don't know. I was going to ask you, though, do you think that has something to do with the lore books and how you guys built out your because just from like it I could. didn't really unlock any, but just from how I was mm-hmm. reading it, it seemed like you can pick and choose lore books to give your character more potential item drops like well yeah and i did that so i actually bought the trapper because you had to unlock the trapper yeah um and then the trapper has like the highest awareness for their base Base. a base character Mm. and then i bought in the lore store i bought some awareness weapons to try and have them appear in the game but Mm. again i still think it's like a mid to late game thing where they start to appear right okay because you have to i think you really have to leave that first island yeah to start getting any significant like upgrades i'm not gonna lie those first two games i got really lucky that bow yeah that i got the first game was really good and that spear that i got the second game was really good but that third game (laughs) oh my god the one that we're still on (laughs) yeah they're not blessing me at all (laughs) nah i didn't even get my glass loot i'm so mad yeah like we're struggling um, but yeah i'll just let you know in any other instance like the when we were playing like my wi-fi on my laptop was terrible so uh, i think m- my computer had dropped connections like four times oh wow in one session we had played and every time it, it, it booted up right back to where we were like if we were in a fight it booted us up to that same fight it auto saved really so, well yeah so that when it dropped that save completely that was the first time that had ever happened so i was genuinely surprised mm-hmm. yeah but otherwise i think they did good work and i like the art style yeah. um i didn't know how you felt about that 
<laughs> yeah, the the art style. I mean, I'm kind of in it's different. Po- I guess polyg- polygonal. It's, yeah, it's super polygonal. Polygonal. One thing that I wish that they would do is like at the start, I was having a a very hard time kind of like differentiating things on the map and like for example mm. like finding you yeah. guys as characters versus monsters and stuff like instantly yes. like it was kind of i had to like really scan the grids a little bit to like okay that's you that's k like i wish they would do something to kind of contrast that a little better yeah um, i definitely agree with you there but aside from that um i thought the art style was cool i thought it was fine um and yeah, I'm definitely down to play more of that because it's a pretty fun nice. game. Uh, I probably probably like to record some of that too because I feel like that could be funny. <laughs> yeah, especially when we were playing on hard mode. Yeah, the bow the bow popping or not the bow the um yeah it was the bow that exploded in my hands. Yeah, <laughs> that was you're like I'm so excited to use this weapon I just bought. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> How dare you just rip the happiness from my hands like that game? um but yeah that's for the king um so shout out that game and then um the last thing i'll talk about in my week is i watched almost all of star wars visions oh tis um, no look out <laughs> Whoa. sorry guys lightsaber battle just like Popped flew off. through the room oh, yeah. my bad we're all safe though. all right you're we're good, good. Um, we're clear i watched most of star wars visions i still have to watch the very last one um I'm about to make a very inflammatory statement, as I always do. Um, in my opinion, this is the greatest Star Wars property to ever happen. And I will most likely never watch another live action Star Besides Mandalorian, I will probably never watch another live action Star Wars anything. And some of these shorts were so good to me that I want them to continue and like make a full series out of, out of it. Um, I feel like that would be good. Um, sorry <laughs> so many star wars effects just wanted to like punch up your uh statements here um <laughs> it just sounds like bees to me yeah it's like... <laughs> the deadliest bees ever um what was i about to say though um yeah i want some of these to continue and it's also reminiscent of how like 2d clone wars was just really awesome like it actually brought the wars to star wars like Mm-hmm. instead like where the movies are often just people standing around a table like debating about like it should be called star politics <laughs> right the movie should be called star <laughs> politics um and then the animated stuff should be called star wars um but yeah that's kind of what i got from this my favorite star one star congress star congress exactly star legislature um <laughs> <laughs> all they did was stand around tables for 90 percent of the floating movies. tables <laughs> yeah um but yeah my favorite one was episode three the twins um the first of the trigger ones uh yeah i could uh, see that i really like that one the second of the trigger ones did not look like trigger art at all which is kind of crazy because i didn't know they could just do other types of art if they wanted to <laughs> um oh i was gonna tell you it actually reminded me the second one was like darling in the franks trigger uh, you haven't watched darling in the franks at all have you i haven't no okay because i was like if you watch darling in the franks like that's the most normal trigger looking anime the elder yeah. uh as far as like look we can draw regular anime characters mm-hmm. too. <laughs> right <laughs> um 
but yeah overall i really liked it and then i think my second favorite one was probably the ninth jedi um but yeah i mean i hope it says season one on disney plus so i'm hoping they do this again maybe with different studios um yeah they probably will did you see the jojo studio did one of these which one was that one because we were trying to look them up as we went along but we might not have made it to that one yet um hold on star how far are you into it uh not very far at all okay Maybe, like, I think we watched maybe five episodes at this point. Maybe okay. six. Oh, I'm doing a quick quick Google. I wanna, I'm curious now. So, do you know the JoJo Studio name? Mm, I thought that was David Production. David, hold on, I gotta look it up. But it could be another name. I get confused JoJo with these. Studio. JoJo Anime Studio. Okay, that is David. So maybe JoJo Studio didn't do one because I thought, I thought this was the one that JoJo Studio did one though. Because I know the Shield Hero Studio did one. Yeah, that's uh, Cinema Kinema, Kinema Citrus. I think we were trying to figure out if the music one was the Zombie Land people. Studio Colorido. The Zombie Land Saga people. Studio Colorido. Um, Studio Colorido. I think that's Shield Hero. Studio Colorito is Shield Hero? Yeah, I think it is. Um, We've been looking this up for like two days. I know. Studio... So, it, Studio Colorito did something Pokemon. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shield Hero is one of these, though, for sure. One or two, because yeah. a couple of them, Trigger and, and um, Science Saru did two episodes. Um, they each did two episodes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think this was a pretty successful little experiment of theirs. And I feel like they might. I feel like there's a good chance of them getting another run, at least. I had to just laugh at the first, like, because I think after the first three, I just started laughing because I was like, um, it feels like okay so so disney buys star wars right Mm -hmm. and then imagine like in my mind it's like now you have this like just mall like mall of america sized warehouse of Mm -hmm. star wars assets to now use at your disposal right Mm -hmm. and all i imagine is like everybody's like and they walk in the giant warehouse and they're like, man, look at all this stuff. <laughs> and then it's like, everybody's just like, lightsaber and droid. Thanks, see That's ya. all we need. Because <laughs> it's like, that's all that anyone, like, cares, cares. about. Yeah, is honestly. the lightsaber battles and the droids. The robots. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about anything else. And the force. And the force. The force. And you the, force. the force in there, too. Yeah. The, force. the force. But that comes with the lightsabers in my mind. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just so funny because I'm just like, every single one of these is just like, what can I do with a lightsaber or android or droid yeah. or um, a robot? Or. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's probably what I would do, too, because that's what sticks with you when you watch Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but. Well, I guess because Jedi are technically just space samurai, that's why it fits mm-hmm. so well when you do samurai themed Star Star Wars stuff like mm-hmm. lightsaber katanas and kimonos and stuff. Like it all just fits really well together, um, which I thought was dope. I love the excessive use of specifically katana shaped lightsabers. Like, why why wasn't that ever a thing? 
in the movie. Like, <laughs> instead, they give us this little glow stick looking thing, looking sword thing. Um, and they got super creative with just designs of everything, which is, um, I think, really all I could have asked for for this. They just took the idea and the fantasy of it and just ran with it. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry for for any frustrated listeners. It was Kinema Citrus is the Shield Hero one. Okay, Kinema Citrus. Because they also did another anime that I like too much is uh, Kige Po. It's like about mm-hmm. a little chicken. Okay. And then uh, they also did uh, some other big stuff. Black Bullet, Codebreaker. Yep. I recognize Heard these. So yeah. Yep. Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss. Nice. <clears throat> nice. 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 Uh, but yeah. So yeah. How'd you feel about that musical one though? No, I thought it was. I thought that was a creative one. Um, I hated that one. You hated it. I hated it. I thought the song was actually kind of catchy. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was dumb. What? <laughs> really? Why? I was just like, really, guys, you gonna have Java the Java Java the Hut tapping his tail? Yeah, you're I'm just chilling. <laughs> chilling. Java's so always nasty looking too. Right Java, you're gonna be our sponsor, <laughs> and we're gonna rock this universe. All right, guys, go back to your garage. <laughs> They did rock Sorry. the universe, though. <laughs> I was over indeed. it. <laughs> we're just Freaking a band. Disney. Like, that's what I was like. Yeah, we're watching Disney. Absolutely. <laughs> it was. <laughs> like a hundred, hundred million percent. It was. Um, and the, they never, like, explained why he was going to be executed or anything. But I did like the, uh, I assume that was Django Fett cameo. Because they said, they mentioned Boba Fett by name, but not as if it was the dude on screen. I thought he was green, though. Is to, are they were they the same color? Where Django and Boba have the oh, same color pff, helmet? You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking the. It's like okay. the person asking the question doesn't care, and the person receiving the question doesn't care. <laughs> so bad. Django mix. Fett, silver and blue. Okay, no, so yeah, that was Boba. That was, that was Boba. Boba. Okay, yeah, yeah, because Boba's, Boba's green. green and red. Okay, I so know that, that much. Um, see, in my head, up until this exact moment, they would all just look like Boba Fett <laughs> to me and had different names. Um. <laughs> and had different names. Yeah, because they're clones, aren't they? No, yes, yes. They're all clones no. of Boba yes. Fett, right? Or Boba Fett's dad or something like that. I think they're all clones of. Jang- Django, Django Fett. <laughs> God damn it! God right? damn you, exactly. prequels. Exactly. I don't remember anymore. Exactly. Uh, but I do know those two at least, Django and Boba. I think look, it's Django. Look exactly alike, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, shout out Star Wars Visions. That's all I really got to say about it. Um, Let's close that segment. <laughs> um, so how, how was your week, though? <laughs> I also watched Star Wars Visions. Woo. No, just kidding, guys. We're not going to talk about it. Um, I just haven't finished it yet. Um, but yeah, I definitely did get to see both trigger ones. I enjoyed those. Because um, that was hilarious. It was like, lightsaber's just going to split this whole ship in half. Okay, that I was makes like, sense. At a certain point, though, I was like, they're not wearing helmets in space. Oh, yeah. Once he flew out of the ship and he was just riding He's on just the fine. ship like it was a car. I was, I was like, like, whatever. Okay, We're here. Whatever. It's animal. We're in trigger. It's trigger. Yeah. It's trigger. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I did that. I also finished an anime uh which i talked about 
way back with the shamisen. So I was proud of myself I finally finished that because I'm finishing stuff that I feel like I know for a fact is not going to get second like a second season, season anytime back. soon or maybe possibly not at all. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to just clear the board um, and see how that ended. And it, it had a pretty decent ending. Mm. Um, it, it, it was one of those ones where the the overarching like main character's con- inner conflict or whatever which was that he couldn't he needed to find his own shamisen sound he didn't want to just play his grandfather's sound his right. songs whatever and so he joins a club at school and the club at school is kind of they just kind of want to support him because they want him to play mm-hmm. and he just wants to play like in a group and not be under the shadow of his you know grandfather and then you also have his mother who is like forcing him to play like his grandfather because she wants to make money and be successful from it mm-hmm. um so he plays with this club they enter a tournament and that's all very interesting. That part I got like super into because yeah. like, that's when like that's when they're having like the blowout moments of like of like oh he's using this technique and he's doing this and this and oh mm-hmm. um so that was pretty fun and there was actually this one character that stood out um to me because there was something he would there was something about the way he learned how to play where he would slide his fingers on the strings mm-hmm. in a weird way. Yeah. So at the end of every like pluck, he would have these weird yipping sounds. So it would be like pong yip, wink, yip, wink. So listening to him play was actually pretty funny. And like yeah. everybody's like, stop doing it. Like stop doing that. You're doing it too much. And he's like, no, I love it. He's like, this is what makes That's playing fun for me. So like that part was like really enjoyable. Yeah, I was like, dope. he's into it. That's dope. Um, but like the main character. So the main character. Uh, does this thing of like he knows all the strengths and weaknesses of the other players in the group mm-hmm. and so right before they go on stage he's like telling them all these different things to do and like they all don't know like they don't know what each other's doing they're just like doing what he told them right, right. and so they're like playing and so then they all have these moments and then there's like this there's a huge moment at the end where he gets a solo because uh, there's a solo competition and group competition. So during the solo competition, he plays like this huge section that sounds exactly like his grandfather. And everybody's like, oh, that sound. We've missed this sound and and blah, blah, blah. And then so then something ha- like he's playing. And while he's playing, he's just like, oh, my God, like this is just coming out of me. Like <laughs> I miss playing this sound. Like and then but then he's like, no, this isn't my sound. This isn't me. And like it like his sound just changes like halfway through the song. Yeah. And it becomes this completely other different sound. And it's like, it's really cool. And then, but the thing that like kills me and the reason I'm saying all this is that, so he gets third place mm-hmm. and um, his mother is like, because the, the award, the whole ceremony is named after, or the whole tournament is named after his grandfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his mother is get, presenting him the third place award. So she goes to hand him the award. <clears throat> and of course, it's like a glass award. And so she purposely reaches out and like drops it in front of him. Oh, no. And like she whispers like in his ear, like you're garbage. Jesus. You don't deserve any of this. And, like, like that's how the show ends is like her just telling him that he's trash for not playing like his grandfather and then yeah like he goes back um to the group and then the group is like you know you're amazing like he gets his he gets his feedback from the group as opposed to his mother Mm -hmm. um but yeah like it overall it ended up being like a really 
cool anime um story wise and like it ended up being surprisingly interesting nice but yeah like that was just rough i was just like are you kidding me this woman is a monster i know that's terrible <laughs> um but yeah it was it was interesting learning about like a random obscure instrument <laughs> whoa hold on it's the coolest that's the that's I mean, a top is, five instrument still... on the planet <laughs> top five i mean i think it's still pretty obscure like there's no like nobody's like naming shamisen players oh yeah you know? but it's, it's it's a it's a sound that's so yeah. so like that ding 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 iconic. that you hear yeah. every that's a shamisen like you can't watch anything <laughs> japan related without hearing at least 10 shamisens you know like, <laughs> oh yeah naruto's theme is just it's a shamisen. straight shamisens you know? it's a shamisen and a flute any kung fu movie iron fist whatever you whatever you want to go to they bong, all bong, got bong, 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 bong. you know what i'm saying all right but <laughs> so yes I, I shouldn't say i say obscure because yeah like nobody's going around going like the way they say like slash like We're everybody knows who slash is <laughs> I bet you Japan has a shamisen version of Slash. Oh, I'm sure. They have we shamisen bars. Yeah. Like, we're the losers. Yeah, you feel me? We're just uncultured. Um, But, yeah, so you just remind me another, and this is actually obscure. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard of the card game uh, Karuta, I think it's called? No, I have not. So I watched this other anime, because now I'm at the point where I, when I browse for animes, I'm like, why the hell does this anime have four seasons and I've never heard of it? <laughs> right. That's the point we're at now. Okay. <laughs> so I clicked on one and it was called Chi- Chihaya Furu. Mm-hmm. And I clicked on this because it had three seasons and I think it's getting a fourth one. I'm not sure. But anyway, it's a it's a, it's another, it's like a game. It's a card game. But this one is... <laughs> super obscure because i would say it's obscure because it's it's a card game i guess that people play as kids but like after you're probably like five or six i guess nobody really plays this game anymore mm-hmm. maybe like a checkers type situation like Yu-Gi-Oh. No, yep <laughs> no no because the whole gimmick behind this game this game is based off of poems interesting a card game? so the cards so they have these cards laid out in a formation in front of the players mm-hmm. and your goal is to slap away so there's a tape cassette that plays mm-hmm. and the it'll be it is, it's like a lady singing the beginning of a poem mm-hmm. and then you have to like slap away the next verse it is like i'm still trying to understand it fully but, so, like, but that's what i understood poem? Yeah, so you had so the thing about the main character is she she wasn't good at the game, but this kid that she was trying to befriend was like this was his life. This Mm -hmm. was what he was spent all his time doing, and this was what he was good at. Mm -hmm. And so one day she ends up playing with him after school, and she realizes like, whoa, he's like way too into this game because the the lady would sing like one syllable of a word, and he would like slap Slap. cards away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like. Yeah, <laughs> and like he would slap the card so hard that the card would would slice into the wall. Oh my god! <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, he takes this seriously." So then yeah. she's like, "Well, my goal is to just get one card from him." Yeah, because she couldn't get one card. So then they're just playing, and she's like, "I'm just gonna get one. I'm just gonna get one." She's like, "I know one of these damn poems." <laughs> yeah, exactly. More and so, he but does. he memorized like all hundred of them. So I'm Jesus. just barely getting into that. 
Mm-hmm. But that's like, uh, like that's something that I'm just like, what they have card games based off of like poem matching. That's interesting. <laughs> is... I mean, it makes sense. Like <sighs> if you're if you're if they have a very like poem culture over there and like a yeah, lot of poem based culture, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It would be like true. us finishing like fairy tale, like folk tales or something. Like, like if we had like Dr. Seuss card yeah, games. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this green eggs and ham. Yeah, green eggs and. And then you see the ham card and you just smash it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that was one of the other things I did this week. But um, I think, oh, the last thing I'm forgetting is old. Yeah, Sorry. Can't forget that one. So I watched the M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old, mm-hmm. about those people who gets stranded on that beach, which they're not even really stranded when you watch the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how they get stuck there. And, um, they age extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a family. Um, this is one. This I have to say, this is, has to be the first M. Night Shyamalan movie in a while that wasn't shot in Philadelphia. But he mm-hmm. still finds a way to reference Philadelphia as is much he, as possible. Is he from there? Yes, that's oh, where okay. he lives. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's his whole thing is like everything's in Philly. Split was in Philly. Glass oh, wow. was in Philly. Um, I never knew But that. anyway. So, uh, this movie was about, like, so this family is at a resort, um, and everything's normal. It's, like, a, a mama, dad, uh, a son, a young son, and an older daughter, like, teenage. Like, she might be, like, 14, 15, and the son might be, like, 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the parents, you find out, are debating getting divorced, um, and the mother, you find out, is has a tumor. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is all found out through, like, shushed arguments. Um, and so the the family is waking up one day, and the, the son befriends a little boy mm-hmm. who is, like, the son of, like, the hotel owner or manager, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know, you're my new friend, because I guess this kid doesn't have a lot of friends. And so... One day, the hotel manager comes up to them at breakfast, and he's like, hey, there's a, like, secluded beach that we don't tell everyone about, but, like, we, you know, try to tell everybody, like, spread the wealth, but, like, not tell everybody so it's not crowded, is Mm. the way he makes it sound. So they're like, okay, cool, and he's like, all right, so we'll get this shuttle, and he's like, we'll shuttle you and, like, a couple other people we told out to this beach in the morning. So they drive out there, and... Uh, funny part, M. Night Shyamalan himself is the driver to the beach. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, he always finds a way to put himself in his movies. Um, it, even, it, like, it, in a small role, which yeah. I find nice. <laughs> but, uh, like Stanley. So, yeah, so he's the driver. He drives him out to the beach, drops him off, and he's like, you know, just come back to this spot and call us, or we'll come back at 530, one or the other. And so they're like, um, can you help us walk down to the beach? We have a lot of stuff. And he's like, no, it's not that far. I got to leave. <laughs> You're like, okay, weird. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's the main family I told you about. Then there's a family with like an old, older, rich doctor guy, um, a young blonde wife and like a, a young little girl, like maybe like three or four. She's not like speaking sentences. So she's like that age. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mom's just kind of like a like one of those cheap like trophy wife types mm-hmm. um and she's very intense about her calcium that yeah. they make a note about that um <laughs> and then there's one more let me think think 
Oh, yeah, there's one more couple that shows up slightly later. It's like the shuttle brings them, like, a, a couple hours later because you find the husband is a nurse. He's an Asian guy, and then the wife is a, a black woman. She's a therapist, but she also has uh, epilepsy, so she uh-huh. she has seizures. Okay. Um. So that's why they were a little bit late. So anyway, this family is on the beach, and unbeknownst to them, already on the beach is a rapper. He's been sitting over in the shade of this cliff. Yeah. And like this little girl, the the girl, the teenage girl, the family notices him, and you're gonna love this tie. The rapper's name is Midsize Sedan. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> Midsize he's like Sedan. This, he's this big black dude. And he looks like a football player. He actually looks That's familiar, nice. but I couldn't. He he looks like he could be like Debo's son from Friday. Uh, he's probably I been can't, in something. Yeah, he looks familiar, but I could not place him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so he's sitting over on the beach, and then the kids are playing. Everybody's chilling, whatever. And then the kid comes across a body in the mm-hmm. water, like floats up on him. And so he comes running, screaming, and then the the old doctor like comes over, and you know they're all like, "She's dead." And then they're everybody's like, "Well, the only one, uh, the only other person on the beach was this black dude." Yeah. Um, and the black dude's like, "Uh, I don't know this hoe." She oh went gosh. swimming, and then I didn't see her again. And so we know that as the audience because prior to all this, there's a small scene where the black guy's on the beach. This chick's there. She's kind of, like, trying to seduce him. Like, she's, like, dancing kind of in front of him. Mm-hmm. And then she does literally turn around and walk off into the water. So we don't see her again after that um, and until this body floats up on the beach. Jeez. Um, and then, so... This creates chaos. Uh, the doctor primarily starts accusing the black guy, of course, and like wants to be like, I'm the policeman on this beach now. I'm going to like hold you prisoner, even though there's no they can't get in contact with the hotel. Right. And there's like nobody here to like detain this guy. Right. Right. Um, so while all this chaos is happening, mom starts to notice that son's swimming shorts are way tighter than they were before. Uh but she sees it as like his stomach is expanding. Mm-hmm. So she's running around in all of this chaos, panicking, like trying to get the doctor's attention to like look at her son and Laura, look at the children. She's like, look at the children. And they're like, they ignore her for a good while. But the kids start to notice changes in themselves. Oh. <laughs> and then other things start happening to other people. And I don't want to say much more than that because it, it stuff just starts popping off. The movie's clicking um, to me. Like at first I didn't know that I knew what this movie was, but now I know what this movie is. Cause yeah, I've I was see, like, I've if you haven't seen the trailer in a while, cause this came out, like the trailer came out a while ago yeah. and then I think it just recently came out of theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I definitely know the movie you're talking about. But now. yeah, so this is the one where like, yeah, so stuff starts happening from that point and I don't really want to say much more than that, but mm. I found it interesting. It's definitely an M. Night Shyamalan movie, so mm. if you're if you're not a fan of the M. Night twist on things, don't watch it because it's, mm. it's a him movie like this is 100 percent his product right right um i enjoyed it i thought it was a really interesting take on the idea that he had it's not something i think they said he was inspired by another film um mm. or maybe a play i can't remember but um yeah it, i thought it was interesting i'm not sure what it's getting rating wise but <laughs> it held my attention it was pretty pretty good you think worth the watch yeah, I think it's worth a watch. It's definitely entertaining. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's always good to hear. So, yeah, I think that uh, just about closes out my week. <laughs> well, when, while you were talking about that, just a mm-hmm. slight sidetrack. 
um, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about how um, Quentin Tarantino, because um, you were talking about people, directors appearing in their own movies. Um, yeah. They were talking about how Quentin Tarantino <laughs> gave himself the inward hard R, hard R in Django. <laughs> and they're making jokes about like, why would you, like, if I'm a director, I'm not just going to give myself <laughs> those lines. <laughs> But see, Quinn, Quinn's like funny. Quinn is that guy that's like I'm edgy, yeah, <laughs> and like he's gonna do dumb shit like that, yeah. But they're basically like he did he did it in the proper context, I guess, or whatever. So it's like nobody yeah. says anything about it, but it's just like I would never, as a director, <laughs> and he was it was a white dude talking. He was like, I would yeah. never, as a director, be like, I'm gonna give myself a couple of these hard R's just because, <laughs> just because. Um, but no, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> oh man um, oh yeah let's uh get into the news. news let's do it we can't escape the cowboy bebop news this week <laughs> i know i know um we shall get there we shall get there but first up i want to start with um some pretty big Nintendo news. So Nintendo had a, a pretty massive direct um, this week, actually. I forget which day it was. Um, but it was earlier this week they had a massive direct. They showed a bunch of new games, and they showed a bunch of old games that they had announced um, at, like, E3 and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to just kind of go down this list of the announcements and talk a little bit about them. So um, first up, we got Kirby and the Forgotten Land, um, which is a new entry in the Kirby franchise. And um, it looks to be a 3D um, Kirby game, kind of kind of like the, the I guess, Mario Odyssey of Kirby, if you will. Like, Yeah, that's the comparison I've seen. <laughs> um, my favorite Kirby game is Nightmare in Dreamland on GBA. Um, what? I think it was on SNES as well. Um, My favorite Kirby game is Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Ooh, what is that on DS? On N64. Oh, N- oh, you like the, okay. So you like the 2D, 3D, John. I like the 3D Kirby. 3D. But it, I thought that game was 2D, 3D, though. Like it was 3D, I mean, but it's it was a side scroller. Side scroller. 3D, yeah. Okay, got yeah. you, got you. Just making sure I'm thinking of the right game. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this game kind of seems like it has that Kirby thing where you absorb enemies and use their powers to then um, solve puzzles and do different stuff in the levels. But now it's 3D instead of 2D. Um, for I think, I can't think of a Kirby game that's ever been like this before. Um, so that's coming in spring of 2022. So look out for that. Um, and then uh, probably the biggest announcement of the whole thing. Um, so Nintendo Switch Online is getting what they're calling Expansion Pack or Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. Yo, the way they name <laughs> stuff is nuts. Um, but it's basically an addition to it's another Nintendo Switch Online tier. So you'll have to pay more. They haven't said what the price is yet, but it's going to allow you to then play. Uh, a bunch of the classic N64 games as well as Sega Genesis games. Um, And that's coming October 2021. Um, And it does look like all of the N64 games that you would expect are there. The Zeldas, um, Yoshi's Island, Mario Tennis, Mario 64, Star Fox 64. Um, So that is actually good to see. It seems like all of those kind of like first releases for N64 are there. Yeah. 
um all the nostalgic ones um and i i'm hoping they don't go too crazy with the price seeing as these are like like i could get these games for free on my computer at any time and one of these is already available in like upgraded switch form yeah and um on top (laughs) of that there's already a sega genesis collection on the switch okay which is which is kind of weird that they picked Sega. Maybe it was the only thing that they kind of had access to to boost this. Um, so that was going to be my kind of point to you was that I think this is less of excitement about what is being released, and it's more about the potential for what now can be. GameCube. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder how far. I, it's I like nobody gives we... a shit about this, but it's like now we know that there's a potential for like everything we want to come yeah absolutely um which i'm not mad at but like i said i hope they really don't go crazy with the price because mm-hmm. switch online is the ab- absolute best value of any online service among the gaming competitors right now who do you think they're gonna go up to like seven dollars a month yeah uh i'm hoping it's not 10 you know what i mean just for GameCube i don't think it's gonna be 10 just for maybe 9.99 yeah maybe nine at max uh, but do you think nine ninety nine is worth it for the addition of just N sixty four and Sega Genesis? Well, that's nine ninety nine with the addition of that, and it's still your online pass, right? Mm-hmm. And you would probably—I'm thinking you would get everything. Yeah, yeah, you would get everything. Well, everything. So to me, that's to still a value. I still think that's a value. Yeah, because if you told me like. Okay, you're playing for you're paying for PlayStation Plus to play online, mm-hmm. and let's say I'm even paying for it for the two free games a month, right? Yeah. If you now, if you told me for five more dollars a month, I'll give you not even there. This is this situation isn't Xbox even five more. Xbox gives you more. PlayStation now for well, their well, version of PlayStation say, you now. Me five, for five if you tell me you pay five more dollars a month, I'll give you PlayStation now with yeah. everything else. Then I'd be like, sure. But they can't instead of twenty dollars. Sony's broke. <laughs> Xbox has money. So that's why I say I think it would still be a deal because it would still be less than what I pay for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I do really love, like, N64 games, and I'm sure they are to you, too, are pretty special to me and pretty, like, nostalgic for me. Um, Yeah. So I probably would pay extra just to play those alone. Um, But at the same time, it's like... Uh, these games are so old there are remasters of a bunch of them on other platforms um like i have both zeldas wind waker and, or not wind waker um ocarina and majora's mask on my 3ds that i could play at any time like yeah i want to say like of the four games i wanted off in 64 we're probably like three-fourths of the way to me not caring anymore <laughs> i know because <laughs> i'll just have everything i want and then yeah. i don't care about the rest of the game exactly um that's kind of how i am too but slowly but surely nintendo's finally starting to put their old catalog onto the switch mm-hmm. um now do you think do you think this is a sign that the switch is going to be nintendo's focus for the long long-term future or do you think if they do what else do you think they would focus on that's what i'm saying usually they would release a completely new console but this is the first time they've leaned into one singular console so heavy 
that I'm wondering, like, are they just going to keep doubling down on the Switch and make that a progressive thing? Like, will the next Nintendo console just be a Switch Plus or whatever? You know what I mean? Or just an iteration on the Switch where it keeps all of the same services, all of the same game library. It's backwards compatible with the regular Switch. Um, Part of me almost almost thinks you have to because it's it's still, like... Like, but if you take the graphics out of it mm-hmm. like the power out of it its ability to handle these these triple a games it's like the most <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say it's like the yeah. most innovative console since the wii yeah so yeah i would because it's like like today like all week and last week k's been asking me what do it what what do you want for your birthday what do you want and it's like today i opened the switch up and it's like Dying Light Ultimate. There, get me that. Because I'll play Dying Light Switch on version? Switch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not? That's true. I'm playing Bioshock. That's true. So that's why I'm just like, I, I, the ability to be able to play in my hands versus on a TV is infinitely like more beneficial to me than almost any other thing i'm looking for in a console yeah and those games specifically because like obviously you had the 3ds and stuff before but you can only mm-hmm. play 3ds games on the 3ds yes you can't play like you said bioshock or dying light and stuff like that yeah that stuff wasn't coming on a cartridge exactly um so yeah i, I would say if they were smart they will but you know nintendo's working on something that's weird my that we thing. just don't know about that's what makes it weird <laughs> for me because all the every, they have a they have an unbroken track record of trying to completely remake the entire gaming industry every time they drop a console. So it's like the next console has to have some crazy gimmick that makes it incompatible with the Switch. (laughs) But my thing is, like, when you've done movement, where do you go? The Wii U. (laughs) What do you mean? They went from movement with the Wii to... Here's a tablet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now you've made no. Now you've made portable better again. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, where do you go from like we've made it portable better? We've made you get up out of your seat and move. Mm-hmm. Where do you go? Are they going to move into AR? Augmented reality. Are they going to move yeah. into VR? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my I, that's Labo. my question for for any game console maker. Yeah. Like, where do we go? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to be playing in bubbles, cubes? Look, like <laughs> it's always where do we go until Nintendo shows us where we're going. That's all I'm going to say. They're going to tell ready, us where I'm we're ready, going. I'm ready for the minority port, like, floating holograms. I'm <laughs> yeah, ready. Like, Get me there. It could really be anything. Like, they could, it could be the controller that's the only thing that's I'm different. ready for, like, the ready player one life. They're going to, nah, they're going to introduce the, they're going to introduce the third analog stick. I think that's really what they're going <laughs> to <laughs> the third Bro, don't make me throw up. Or the the you know how like old my, mice used to have the wheel, the track wheel. They're gonna introduce a wheel like in the Ew, side. like a rolling ball on <laughs> yeah. the bottom of your controller yeah. for what? <laughs> we have goddamn touch screens. What do you need rolling balls for? It's gonna be something like so ridiculous. Nah, that's like that. That's like that game console we had in the news the other time where it just has a reel on the side. Oh, the it crank. Just has like that, that the play date. Yeah, the play date with the crank. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be something like that. It's gonna be like, something weird. It's gonna be something so weird. It's uh, a squishy piece of jelly. What? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, do the, I do with the this? The game console forms to your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> 
This would be something nasty. Um, for sure. Um, but no, yeah. their next their next game console is just pet. <laughs> it's just a dog. A dog. Here, take care of this. This is alive. <laughs> it's like a real life Tamagotchi. And it just up it uploads stats to Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking care of your real dog. <laughs> I could actually see. Dog. There's like a leaderboard like, of all the other dog dog owners. Oh man! Or it could be like, yeah, just a real Tamagotchi. Yeah, in real life, so <laughs> they they made this thing in a lab and shipped it to you. Ew. <laughs> it yeah, comes in a automatic. test tube. <laughs> it's just connected to the internet. Look, look, it comes in a tube. It's like you know how they got those um, things where you pour water on it and it poofs up into. <laughs> <laughs> like what it's supposed to be it's gonna come in a tube it's gonna be like add water and it's gonna come to life oh man this would be insane i can't oh, wait no. i can't wait to see what their next console is gonna be honestly yeah i think um, you gotta i think it's gotta be like ready player one life yeah <laughs> I, I would be down you know i'm down for the the what do they call that that's not VR. That's like that is the, that's just reality no, that's at VR. this point. That is no, VR. No, that's VR. Okay, that's VR. Because it's like, does yeah. the Matrix count as VR? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, at what point does it become real? <laughs> yes, the Matrix is all VR. Um, but yeah, look forward to Nintendo's VR-dominated future, where we're all in the Nintendo Matrix, um, in Super Mario World for eternity. Uh, <laughs> Hit those gold coins for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and, of course, Nintendo is using this opportunity to sell Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis controllers that work with the yeah. Switch. But you can yeah, only buy them if you have the subscription, which is weird. Um, well, I guess they're saying don't buy this. You can't use it. Yeah, no scalpers. Maybe that's what they're doing it for. Um and then next up, we got Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3 gameplay finally and a 2022 release window. Um, and, I mean, it's what I expected. It looks like more Bayonetta. Um, they got yeah, some... I'm just happy I have so much time to catch up because, holy crap, those games are hard. I have to catch up, too. Bayonetta's hard. One and two, yeah. Um, they have some giant demon transformations in this one. It looks pretty cool, so. Like, you'll be like, oh, I survived that level. And then they're like, D. D. You're like, damn, <laughs> I really tried. <laughs> and and I, know you, I know you got to replay for the letter. Yeah, I don't like I all the dirt trophies I have. I have to get at least a silver. A, Come on. A, a B. What's that? A B? I got at least place. Yeah. Exactly. No participation. I don't race. want the green one. Let me get bronze, silver, gold. Or don't gold. give me the green one. <laughs> hey, you played the level. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got through it. You made it. Your participation award. Yeah. Um, and then next up, we got some Splatoon 3 gameplay um, and the return of Mammalians. Um, so apparently, I never knew this about Splatoon, but the world exists in such a way that all mammals suddenly disappeared at some point. Um, I completely Weird. missed this in all of the Splatoon 2 that I played. Um, <laughs> honestly. So it, what was it full of like, what's that? What are sharks? Sharks are like chronodons. What are the, <laughs> what was the living race then? Squids? Yeah, it's just squids and octopus. Or just ocean people. It, in the game itself, all I saw was squids, octopus, and then <laughs> fish, like fish, regular fish. Oh, regular fish. Okay. Yeah. But they were like fish with faces that like, I guess were sentient um uh, splatoon's a weird universe but 
um <laughs> nonetheless it's a fun like kind of third person shooter um for nintendo and splatoon 3 looks like more of splatoon um and there's going to be another single player campaign i always say the campaign in 2 reminded me a lot of mario um sunshine just in the way you have to use a lot of liquid to solve puzzles i just thought of a new video series for you what's that tiz explains weird game lore to oh, people's God. mothers so we're gonna say tiz <laughs> explains splatoon lore to people's mothers i'm the most like don't pay attention to the story in most of the games <laughs> i play <laughs> i really don't be knowing what's going on in anything it's, it's rough. It's okay. <laughs> i'm so serious no because apparently kirby has a very deep lore that i never paid attention to so don't feel bad i know there's some darkness there i've heard there's some darkness in kirby oh yeah um, that's why like i like King and stuff the crystal shards so much really yeah Got that darker story, you'll see that mature story we'll um, get to that remake <laughs> i'm sure no nah, it'll happen or no it'll be on i'm sure it'll be on the nintendo uh Expansion Pass. Expansion Pass. <laughs> It'll be on the N64 collection. Um, and then next up, um, I was actually really surprised and hype about this one. So we got Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak Expansion announced for summer 2022. And all they showed was a trailer, and it looks to be vampire-themed, um, which, is, which is dope. Vampire and, like, how do you do a How do you do a vampire theme in Monster Hunter? Well, there are monsters that suck blood currently in the franchise. Oh. Um, and, like, fling their blood at you and stuff like that. Who's that? Do you know? I, I or... can't off the top I, of my okay. head. <laughs> yeah. You know it's got some weird name, like Kalama Ladora or something. Smalo <laughs> <laughs> Dalla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the flagship dragon of this expansion looks very, like, knight slash dracula-esque it's got like a dracula hood on armor on its like the back of its neck and its head is kind of gargoyle-ish um so it looks it's very like a bat and a dragon mixed, came together essentially yeah um so i think it's a cool contrast because monster hunter rise is all like super J- japan themed and japanese and cherry blossoms and stuff like that um, and this expansion seems very gothic and like dark horror and stuff. Which, Halloween. Yeah, which I've never it's seen Monster Hunter over there. So hype for that. I mean, they really could. They have so many monsters that were introduced via like a pitch black opening yeah. to a cave, and exactly. you just see their eyes. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many monsters they've introduced like that. So many, and they're always terrifying when you fight them. Yeah, <laughs> like they're always hard. Um. So yeah, I can't wait to see what's up with it. Um, and then they said that the final Smash Bros. Ultimate DLC character will be revealed October 5th, I believe. Um, can't wait for that. Um, it's going to be, the community is going to go crazy either way, whether it's someone super satisfying or someone super disappointing. So I just want to see how it unfolds. Um, Animal Crossing is getting its own direct in October as well as an expansion pass. Um, there's this thing called Brewster that a bunch of people are, have been asking for. Um, I know it's from an older Animal Crossing game. Is that does it ring a bell for you? Not at all. Okay, it's like a coffee shop Bruce? where you can do stuff and interact okay. with the coffee shop and do like coffee shop. Was that a DS thing? I don't know which one started it to be honest. Um, I just know I was on like online one time and I saw a bunch of people in like forums talking about uh, when are they bringing Brewster back? Brewster's got to come back. <laughs> Brewster's not. Never heard of it. Yeah, and I'm just like okay. So um, I think fans will be hype about that. 
uh, Mario Party superstars. They showed off the the maps. I'm super hype about this. Um, this looks like to, it's yeah, going to be the Mario Party of Mario Party games, and online functionality is there from day one. Thank Yay. you, Nintendo. Um, so can't wait for that. Um, let's see. Uh, the cast yeah, of the they Super got the Mario. Heartland. Huh? They got the Heartland. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Boo <laughs> and stuff. Absolutely. It seems like they got all the classics. Um, so I'm hype about that. Um, they announced the cast and the release date of the Super Mario Bros. movie. Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Oh, man. Have I been reading about this a lot? <laughs> 24 you, hours. How do you feel about um, your, your man Chris Pratt playing Mario? I'm not surprised. But he looks kind of Mario-ish. But Mario doesn't. No, no, that's not. No, he doesn't. But like, because that's what people are mad about, right? Seth but I'm Rogen like, is Donkey Kong. <laughs> I didn't even see this. That's gonna be weird. That's odd. Because Donkey Kong is not. Okay, bro. Do you remember the Donkey Blackface? Kong show? No, no, no. <laughs> Does that count? No. Because <laughs> okay. that's even worse. Because that means you identify as a gorilla, you weirdo. <laughs> No, just kidding. No, my question was, do you remember the Donkey Kong show? Uh, was it live action or? It was a 3D. It was like a Fox Kids show, I think. It was a 3D. I think it was a Saturday morning show. Nah, I don't know if I, I ever actually watched, watched it. the show. That's why I'm. That's why I'm wondering if you also remember it. Nah, I don't think I ever watched. Did they hang out with like Cranky Kong and stuff? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a, it would be a show. Yeah, you might have been young. I can't remember because I want to say I was still in, like, middle school maybe when this was on. So you would have okay. definitely been young. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I don't remember Donkey Kong being, like, that much of a bro. I don't either, yeah. <laughs> like, um, he was more of, like, the best way I can describe his personality is, like, older Gohan. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was earnest, and, yeah. like, everyone around him caused trouble. Yeah, exactly. So, picturing Seth Ergen as Donkey Kong is weird. Um, just... But Chris Pratt is the guy right now, right? Yeah. So, that doesn't surprise me. And also, what voice for Mario are kids even actually going to identify with? Yeah, because he's never spoken. <laughs> he doesn't really have a voice. So. Yeah, he's wahoo. <laughs> Here we go yeah so it's gonna be like how um rdc world does their mario <laughs> impersonation <laughs> like okay and my problem is i'll fully admit i'm hyper biased because my every time they say chris pratt is voices something i immediately think of the lego movie and i freaking love the lego movie who did he voice i love that character in the lego movie <laughs> who did he voice in the lego movie he was the main character Oh, oh, okay, got gotcha. He was the, like, average Joe, like, main guy who, like, I'm the master builder and all this stuff. Do you think um, he'll use yeah, an so, Italian accent? I don't know, but that's <laughs> what I'm like. When they played Mario in the live-action movie, it was just a hardcore Italian, fat Italian dude. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, I don't, what do you, if it's animated, what is Mario supposed to sound like? Like, yeah. DK2, Donkey Kong doesn't talk. <laughs> Yeah. Like this, this is so weird. It's gonna be weird, absolutely. I don't like know why Donkey Kong had movie. a show. Diddy Kong, like that. That was a long time ago. Nobody in current history remembers the Donkey Kong show. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, Peach talks. Ba Does Bowser talk? <laughs> yeah, Bowser. Well, he goes. Rawr, 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 rawr. Yeah, and then his text say, does, Other than the sounds, does <laughs> he actually talk? No, never. 
Never. So yeah, this is he talks uh, in speech bubbles. weird. Luigi is the same as Mario. He's kind of, but he does. You know, he, does he probably does he talk in uh, Luigi's Mansion? I still haven't played that. He just makes in every Mario <laughs> game they all make grunts and say "Here we go!" Like they, See, they this don't is like, do much else. It, I'd have the same exact feeling if they made a Zelda movie and they Link were like, voice. "So and so is gonna voice Link," and yeah. I'm like, "When does Link talk?" Yeah, exactly. it's weird. Never. Um, so, but yeah, I'm not. I I don't hate Chris Pratt, so I don't really care. I'm not offended. Mm. Um. The I, the Italian people that are identifying with Mario as an Italian person, I have questions for you. Please come <laughs> to the podcast. I have many questions to ask you. What? Why? Why is my biggest question? Why are you identifying with Mario? Because he's iconic. <laughs> right now in this moment. He's an iconic Italian. <laughs> as an Italian. <laughs> he's an iconic Italian. Um, let's ask the plumbers. Are the plumbers upset that Mario's being voiced by Chris Pratt? He's not a plumber. Are you guys going to get upset about that? Um, <laughs> that chris pratt isn't a plumber that's hilarious. yeah like are, how do the plumbers feel <laughs> that's funny they have unions how do they feel that mario's never plumbed anything in his life <laughs> wiggle wiggle he's <laughs> like just ever. traveling through the pipes now i can't remember um, though do, do you remember is this a, actually a live action movie or is this a cg like i thought that this was animated because they keep seeing voice by yeah I so thought it was when they're saying voice by i'm assuming it's not live action okay that makes it yeah. a, a, a a bit better to me. Yeah, because how is Seth Rogen actually gonna play Donkey Kong? Like that that's what I'm crazy. saying. Like that's why I said, is it blackface? Like is he gonna have to put on no, brown no. paint on his face? Charlie Day is Luigi. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Is that good Luigi's or bad not a crack addict. Oh man, Sheesh. he's not a meth head. <laughs> wait is he a meth head in real life or is that who he plays in no movies? no no charlie day's just always like you remember the dude from pacific rim who like loses his mind i think so right yeah the scientist the the second scientist the scientist that's not all quiet yeah, yeah um yeah. and then you you probably didn't watch um always sunny in philadelphia but always the mm. sunny uh charlie's always like spinning off the like planet the handles yeah so it's like he's always like ah! so it's like, <laughs> i don't Yo. picture that energy for luigi what if they portray luigi as like the down bad brother who's like upset that he's never in the spotlight and he's like he's like really going through it mentally like no emotionally. i think if Here's where I think they're gonna go. Charlie Day plays a really good paranoid character. I think Luigi's gonna yeah. be like Mario. We shouldn't. Uh, Luigi's like, scared of everything in Luigi's yeah. Mansion. He's always like scared. Like I feel like that is kind of who they go for for Luigi. But the Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie was not like that. You mean he Luigi. was very like? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Luigi. Yeah, yeah. He was very like the young like gung ho guy. Right. And right. then Mario was like the like nah, let's chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm relaxing. <laughs> um, but what do you think about the other castings? I I don't really know who they are. Jack Black is Bowser. Oh, Jack Black is, is Bowser. I didn't again, see that. very weird. Why not a why? Who's the dude that plays? Um, this has to be a comedy, right? Uh, Keegan Michael Key. I feel like I've heard that name. Who is that? I was gonna say who's the dude. I think the dude, the black dude from the nationwide commercials could be Bowser. He would be a good Bowser. Or the guy who voices Kratos. The guy who voices Kratos. Yeah. But Bowser Um, to me, I don't think, so so Bowser to me, 
he has a very like i guess deep threatening voice and stuff like that like in my head but him as a character is not threatening at all like he's the goofy antagonist that tries to be overly serious see i don't i don't think bowser's goofy i think he's goofy earnest but then everybody around him sells him short like i think he's trying and no one around him is trying and that's what i'm saying he's trying but in mario's eyes he's not a threat at all like that's what i get from bowser (laughs) like he's not actually it's like come on bowser like you're doing this again like well to me haven't you had enough he's like he's freezing He's Frieza. He's super. He's Frieza uh, from Dragon Ball Super. Frieza. That's Bowser. It's to me. Bowser Frieza. He's like trying his absolute hardest, but he's just goofy because it never works out. <laughs> like, mm. like he's a klutz, a villain. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> he's, no, see, I never took. I took every one of Bowser's minions as goofy. I never took Bowser to me was always the real threat because it was like no if way. he sent his minions then it was going to be a joke and we were going to get out of this yeah. but if he showed up then it was a dangerous fight and there was usually always lava and spikes around and but that's it all was for hard. show that, i think that's <laughs> what i'm saying that that was like like i feel like bowser's actually a good guy at heart oh he's, I, I feel like my he's a God. good dude are you kidding heart. me right now but he just he just doesn't show his emotions well wait wait wait, wait. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I can't see him for this absolutely because he always you kidnaps think Peach. is good listen okay. he always kidnaps peach and daisy but where where are they always when you see them they're like up in like a fancy penthouse hotel room like <laughs> being treated excellently no, bro 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 like, he's not a villain bro. he doesn't do bro. anything actually evil bro. at all <laughs> like bro this man seriously he's tom a villain. from tom and jerry no this man is a villain by way of a singular obsession what and that singular obsession is Peach. And he will have Peach. He will have her, but that's it. Like, he, that's, she's never I, in yeah, real I, danger. <laughs> oh, I know that's it, but it's like his dream is to have Peach and then be an evil dictator on top of that. Like, he's like, gotta have her to then be the evil dictator yeah. in his mind. But, like, in a goofy way. But it's a singular obsession. No, I don't. See, that's where we disagree. I don't, think, I don't find Bowser to be. Really? There's rarely a sweat mark on Bowser rarely i think that's what makes him goofy though i think he, his minions are goofy for 100 percent. yeah but okay so like he's like uh like the witch character the wizards and stuff that like fly around him and stuff yeah his second in commands they're goofy let me they okay. make me laugh let me let me let me so here's in my head right so zelda right mm-hmm. ganon mm-hmm. ganon is a imposing force in the Zelda universe. Mm-hmm. Like he's genuinely threatening. Like his plans. Most of the almo- time. Yeah. Yeah. Most of his plans almost always work. Um, he literally in breath of the wild, he actually does kill everybody and win. Right. Like <laughs> Bowser is just like, uh, here's this guy goes again. Like how many times am I going to have to stomp his head into the ground before he learns? Like just, just change but your day I, job. Bowser. You do <laughs> like, have to say, you do have to admit Bowser does conquer things. Mario just comes and and jumps on everything <laughs> yeah. to come get Princess Peach because yeah. you the worlds that Bowser could like infest Maybe. are infested with the Koopa Kids, so he does kind of like malaise over the land, yeah. and then Mario kind of comes along and like clears through everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I yeah I could I could I see what you're trying to say. I just never thought of him that way. He never. He was always imposing. Everyone around him was not. 
you gotta you gotta play Bowser's Fury too. Cause ba- so yeah, ba- yeah, 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 yeah. Bowser's Fury is basically like Koopa. So you, we get Bowser <laughs> as a, a look from his son from Koopa Kid. Um, uh-huh. We get like who Bowser is from his son's eyes, and he's really just like a dude. Like he basically describes him kind of like how I'm saying he's like a regular dude who just kind of has a little bit of a hard life, and so he takes it out on others. But kind of the plot of Bowser's Fury is that he's they tricked him and did something to him to make him overly mad. Like, uh-huh. cause he usually has like anger. He gets mad. He has anger issues, but he yeah. doesn't ever take it overboard. Like he doesn't ever like, he's just like, yeah, that's our grumpy dad, Bowser. Um, and that's kind of how he's portrayed in that game as well. So I'm like, Bowser's just a grumpy dude who just, his life didn't work out all the way well for him. So he takes it out on others, but he doesn't really want to like, he's not shigaraki you know what i'm saying he doesn't want to murder everybody and destroy the world <laughs> no 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 no. but he does want to reign he does want to reign over it and yeah. have koopa and lava and fire and yeah. bullshit everywhere he just wants it to look a little cool you know what i'm saying a little Bowser-ish. i guess a lot of, i guess a lot of my opinion too comes from sunshine which is sunshine is also you spend a lot of time with baby bowser yeah koopa Kid and baby bowser very much sees peach as his mother yeah <laughs> and which is why i will always argue that bowser is a villain through his singular his obsession, obsession. Yeah, 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 <laughs> because yeah. he cares for nothing else yeah except kidnapping peach yeah <laughs> and so same with frieza you know frieza, that's not frieza's a singular obsession villain it's not a great world for everyone else yeah yeah <laughs> so he's villain via that vehicle yeah but yeah 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 i yeah, I, Jack Black as Bowser is going to be weird. Um, this Jack Black could have been Baby Bowser. That would have been hilarious. This has um, to be a comedy, right? It's I got Key so. from Key and Peele. I just realized yeah, yeah, who yeah, Michael yeah. It's got Seth Rogen in it. Yeah, Seth Rogen, Key, Jack Black. These are all comedians. Everybody except Anna Taylor Joy, I would argue, is a character. Hmm. I'm, I'm curious. Except for Charles Martinet. I don't, I, I don't. I'm very curious to see I don't what know happens. Who um but yeah look out for that i'm gonna i'm gonna try and speed up a little bit just because i've, I've yeah, been dragging more than i thought that's my fault um actually i think that might be really it for the big yeah that's kind of it for the big nintendo announcements um let me just double check to make sure look man that's the deepest discussion mario's probably oh, wait, ever gonna get on this show so i was gonna let it have its space yeah <laughs> i'm not mad at it um just i don't a, even think when it, the movie comes out i don't think we'll even talk about it that much probably not <laughs> it's always fun like with this and like the sonic movie and stuff to just oh my talk god about the lead up and how it's gonna land as opposed sonic to, like, has such movie. a weird like sonic comes to me through every vehicle except its original vehicle mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so it's like it comes to me through everything except it's a reg- original medium which is the video game <laughs> it's like the anime the movie the the, the tv, TV show, show the memes yeah. the stupid internet culture that was built around it it's got a like a cult like a cult a sonic cult um and somehow it's still alive today so <laughs> they're doing something that one um, weird sonic amv i watched like all the time yeah just because because <laughs> it was like sonic going super saiyan i was about to say they only got me in because of shadow and sonic going super saiyan i was like whoa <laughs> now I have to well that's like i said we got we got so amped that one day like naming the third movie because yeah. we were like it's just gonna be called shadow <laughs> yeah it's shadow 
And I'm gonna watch that movie. I guarantee. No you. need I'm gonna <laughs> for watch that even movie. naming Sonic. Exactly. Um, but let me keep it pushing. So. Yep. Um, next up, Star Wars: The Old Knights of the Old Republic uh, is coming to Switch, the regular game, not the remake that was announced recently. Um, Castlevania Advanced Collection, which has, which has some of my favorite Castlevania games, including Harmony, Harmony of Dissonance and Aria of Sorrow, specifically Aria of Sorrow, where you play as Soma. Um, he's just he's basically like the Sasuke of Castlevania. Um, and he's just really cool. So um, we'll probably purchase those games at some point for nostalgia. Um, Act Razor is being remastered. Let's see. Project Triangle Strategy is now just called Triangle Strategy, <laughs> and it's coming March 2022. That is the successor to Octopath Traveler, but with the kind of more tactics-type gameplay as opposed to turn-based RPG. Uh, Metroid Dread gets another trailer, and it's coming out October 8th. Uh, Yoko Taro's Card RPG is a card RPG, obviously, coming to Switch. Dying Light 2 is coming. Oh, sorry. Cloud version is coming to Switch. And Dying Light Platinum Edition is coming to Switch. Um, so both Dying Lights will be playable yeah. on Switch. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush is getting new DLC characters and courses. Delta Rune Chapter 2, the RPG from the Undertale team, is coming. Um, Chocobo Grand Prix. Uh, it's not that important. Disco Elysium, the final <laughs> cut. Yo, is I was hyped for Chocobo Grand Prix. Okay, it's like Chocobo Grand Prix is a Final Fantasy racing game, kind of like Kart all- Racer, Mario Kart. <laughs> that's style. only from riding a Chocobo in 15. All right, you can continue. <laughs> um, are you going to play this game? Chocobo Grand Prix? When it's on sale. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> um, new Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass, which uh, has already been discussed and talked about and stuff. Um, gonna skip a couple of these Shadowrun trilogy coming, um, and that's about it. So a big, big Nintendo Direct, um, and I'm going to keep it pushing through the rest of the news. So, um, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on a Quantic Dream Star Wars game? No, that no? sounds weird. Sounds weird. Um, that sounds here, like folks. it's gonna be a, like an overly sensual, like too thought out, way too political. I was about to say that's Star, Star Wars game. That's gonna be Star Legislature. If, I'm like y'all played Beyond it. Human, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess the time period kind of fits that same futuristic thing. So, uh, it's just gonna be a dramatic take on Star Wars, I think. Oh my god! If Disney gives money to what's that dude's name? Oh, um, I haven't made fun of him in so long, David. McElroy. Oh, what's his name? No, the dude who made Heavy names. Rain. Oh, uh, Cage. David yes. Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 David if Disney gives David Cage money, you think he's guys, gonna go crazy? Guys, <laughs> we might be we might be witness to something like we'll never see again. Spectacular! It might be crazy. Honestly, David Cage is a maniac. All right, go ahead. Um, Phasmophobia, new single player mode. Um, yeah, I just now. added this because I was just like, <laughs> we're definitely playing this now. Because now you can just watch me play it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is true. Um, watch you hunt some ghosts. <laughs> but then we're going to force you to probably join. Because anyway. K already said he wants to make you play too. Of course he does. Because he said he played and got terrified. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come on, you guys. I'm brave. I'll. I'll you guys can like hang You'll on take to the my lead. haunches. Yeah. yeah. You'll be Zach from Ghost Hunters. From yeah, hang Ghost on to Hunters. my ankles <laughs> yeah. while I drag you through the horror house. Yo, Zach was never in fear in them asylums. He just walked in <laughs> them yelling at the ghost. He was like, hey, <laughs> come out if you're here, ghost. 
you like that? You like your your you miss your family? Are you angry at these people? He would just yell at the ghost like no, <laughs> no F's given. Agreed. Um So yeah, that's all I wanted to cool, put out cool. there. I'll probably be trying that out. Cool, cool. Um and then did you see the Cowboy Bebop live action opening? I sure did. How did you how did you feel about it? Man, sorry, I'm eating a sandwich. This gave me a lot of insight into what this anime is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it felt a little bit, at least, and this they might be trying to trick us, but so far it felt like they just Mapped remade. to the anime. Yeah, re- yeah, they remade what we already like. And that's and what I'm I like, want. That's good. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so far, I think from what I've seen, it's looking decent. Um, nothing has triggered me so far in the live action realm. Saw characters from episode one. Yeah. I saw characters from Mushroom Samba. Yeah. I saw Vicious. Yep. I um, saw uh Ayn. Yeah. So yeah, all good things. The I think the actors and the way they look as the characters themselves are is decent too. Like yeah, it's decent enough. Like, none of it super pulls me out of it. Like oh, this is not Spiker. This is not um whoever. So yeah, yeah. Um, I will give it a shot, and I will I will bring my honest review when this show comes out to this podcast. You guys I mean, know. I will say, Jet and Faye still are a little bit off to me. <laughs> you think so? But I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Like you said, it's good enough. It's close enough, yeah. Um, and then um, we got another Witcher season two trailer. Um, it shows a little bit of uh Vesemir. Um, and he looks drastic. He looks more like Witcher Three Vesemir than uh, Nightmare of the Wolf Vesemir, for sure. Um, and so yeah, more more Witcher stuff. More Is monsters. that his sensei? Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, Geralt's um, sensei, and then um, Witcher Blood Origin prequel series has been announced. Um, so that's also coming. And then Witcher season three also was announced before season two is even airing, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and a second anime movie and a kid series. Here we go. Um, Here we so, go. Yeah, There's going, the explosion. <laughs> they're going in on the Witcher stuff. Uh, but I guess I'm not. Why so up. late, though? Why does this stuff happen so late? I would have to. The only thing I would say is the business of CD Projekt Red clearing all of this stuff. I guess for TV and working with the directors and trying to make it so it's right and stuff like that. That's my only thing. Um, hmm. Because like, and and that studio like it's kind of a slow studio because like we still haven't gotten a Witcher PS5 enhanced edition yet, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of weird seeing as like the Witcher itself, Witcher Three, the deluxe edition, all of that is obviously super old game at this point and it's been remastered. It's been bundled together with the expansions a hundred times over. So it's just kind of weird that they're like really, and we know they got their hands full with cyberpunk and stuff like that too. Um, so I feel like CD Projekt Red kind of does a lot and they're not, like they recently expanded too recently. So they were actually kind of a smaller studio. They weren't huge and they're kind of growing. But this is, a, this is a permissions thing, right? They're not making stuff for this. No, they're not making, but I would think they would have to at least have the writers work together with the show writers to kind of make sure things aren't bad i guess um but that's just all speculation i really have no idea you know yeah Um, i don't know it could be anything um and then what last we got um some hype news demon slayer season two um let me get the subtitle right is it the entertainment district i think 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Demon Slayer season two is coming on December 5th. And to hold us over on October 10th, they said they're adapting the Mugen Train movie into, a, I guess, a small arc to kind of bridge the gap between season one and season two of Demon Slayer. Um, so, yeah, I'm hyped for that. All the visuals and stuff look look crazy. Um, it looks like we're going to get the Hashira. That's the the buff one with the with the dual swords on his back. Um, the one with the bandage on his head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm always hyped to see what's up with new characters and stuff like that, and um, I think it's gonna be a good season. I think it's. Gonna I be hope a good so. Season. Yeah, I was just afraid that like the first, what well, I was guessing like four episodes would be the movie again. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll do that just because that's kind of like. I feel like as a Dra- producer, you have to know that that doesn't feel great. I'm just saying Dragon Ball did it. Dragon Ball did do it. That's for sure. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like anime does whatever the hell it wants. That's true. Um, that's definitely true. But yeah, <laughs> we shall. Because I'm like, I, we've seen shows now where it's like two episodes of a show will air and they'll just cancel that shit. Yeah, just cancel the whole show. Um, which will never air it. Burn the Witch has no excuse for stopping at three episodes. Oh, that, that just ran out of material because whoever made it didn't make more than that. Oh, so the I actual read. source material stopped. That yeah, the source material too. stopped. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's different thing. which is that that's even more infuriating because I was like, you know, I was about to manga the hell out. <laughs> I was and about to so, say, sell the rights to the studio. No, nah, the the source material stopped there too. Sell the rights, original animation. <laughs> I'm down. Um, but yeah, so hype for more Demon Slayer. Um, so yeah, let's uh. Get in the anime corner because we got news there too. Yeah, we definitely do. Oh gosh, a new season is approaching. We will give you our anticipated series. We shall, we shall. I don't know why I did that. All right. <laughs> so, tis. Should I? Um, we looked at a live chart. Yeah. yeah. To see which animus you might be watching this season. I have it in front of me currently. Now, I remember last time we alternated. Um, like, we would just go back and forth for ones that we anticipate. Do you want to do that again? Um. Or do you want to? Let's see. I'm thinking we could both sort by countdown. Um, Are you on that page? I think so. Yeah. So where it says popularity? So countdown. yeah, instead of popularity, sort by the <coughs> countdown. Okay. And then we can go in that order. Okay. That Does works. that mess you up? <laughs> no, it doesn't mess me up. Are we doing every right. single show, though? There's no, 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 just I'm the ones watching. that you're interested in. Okay, got you. Um, I'm just scrolling through. Yeah, it takes a minute to get, because we've still got about a week out, I think, before anything real starts. Yeah, because there are actually some, I think, showing up, not showing up here that were underpopular. So I might have to swap back and forth. Um, oh, okay. Well, do what makes you comfortable. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, cool cool um shall i start yeah okay so the first thing of note to me 
obviously shaman king um yes they straight up cliffhangered us um even though the full the old series was like 50 episodes or something i think this series is probably going to be around the same yeah it says 52 eps um on this website here and they stopped at like 13 on netflix i didn't realize they were going to break it up into seasons like that so um i'm excited for that to continue and to see how they continue to adapt it two questions mm-hmm. uh when does that air and what are we what do you think we're looking forward to as you're the resident shaman king expert um so how do i see the air date other than so they have a countdown uh oh they have ongoing so some of them have like the day it comes on that's my bet um, so i have three days so that's probably thursday that's probably airing thursday this week okay yeah um so that'll come out three days hopefully it's the whole second season um and kind of where they stopped was after like yo the main character basically got his first power up you should you could say like his first shonen power up and then they kind of stopped after that um mm-hmm. and we also got to the point where like you know how in all shonen the first arc um you're going against like a small time villain who eventually becomes on your side right <laughs> your friend <laughs> yeah like how the first arc of dragon ball was vegeta was the main villain after that he's on your team for the rest of the show mm-hmm. um that's kind of what we got with the first season of shaman king um we had ren tao i think his name was ren tao was like sort of the main antagonist but obviously he's not the main main antagonist he's just they had to overcome that first hurdle and now he's going to be on the side the good side or whatever so um and he is essentially the vegeta of this show and if he owes the the goku um so yeah that's kind of where, where we we were left off and it's gonna do you continue. <laughs> do you think we're going to continue that conundrum of dark material friendship fix it with friendship oh yeah that shaman thing i I ate my mother it's fine you can still be my friend yeah absolutely that's shaman king okay okay just checking oh yeah power friendship saves everything this is one of the shonen from (laughs) that era like yeah 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 yeah. um, it's a very specific era absolutely um so yeah that's kind of what i'm looking forward to there though um okay and overall i think this show is kind of like it's very tournamenty, right? Like, even though, well, the whole premise of the show is a shaman tournament, but it's like it's not like a tournament in like an arena. It's like one of those yeah. like we're going all across the country and we could randomly run into our next opponent any day. It's one of those. Um, yeah. So I kind of enjoy that type of stuff. But yeah, that's my first pick. It's a bit of a monster of the week type yeah. situation, essentially. Um. Oh, you want to alternate? Oh, should we? I mean, I can. I'm fine with either way. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> My first pick is uh, Deep Insanity: The Lost Child. Uh, so they have the studio listed for that is Silverlink, and I pulled Silverlink. Let's see. Let's see if we can pull one here that you would recognize. Okay. Okay, I don't see one you would recognize. <laughs> but they have made some that I recognize. Okay, they, they've made some fates. They made okay. some fates. Okay, that's always Not all the fates, but some of the fates. Yeah. Um, and this one interested me because it had, like, uh, Made in Abyss-type vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is Madness and Unawakening Sleep. 
and they call it Randolph syndrome. And it said the new this new illness is slowly but steadily approaching humanity caused by the huge underground world asylum that appeared in Antarctica. They are strange creature there are strange creatures from different from Earth and unknown resources. People bet their lives on the depths of mysterious of, of the mysterious new world to get huge wealth, organizational plots, and their own ambitions. Interesting. And then it just says, and here alone a young man <clears throat> with a wish in his heart is trying to challenge the front line of asylum. So like it sounded like main abyss type situation. Yeah. And it's saying sci fi for the genre, so yeah that sounds pretty interesting we'll see what that turns out to be cool cool uh, that's 15 days from now but i'm not on the date either yeah. i wish they had so the date like, on the i guess some of them do like this one says october 1st some just say ongoing like you're saying yeah it's like two weeks out okay uh, not not too far though um so i think for my next pick um I'm going to go with, hold on, where is it? Where is it? Sorry, I got to scroll for a little bit. Um, so just a shout out, a show I haven't started yet, but I want to, that's continuing. Um, I want to start Dragon Quest, The Adventures of a Die. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. What? The, the Dragon Ball creator? Is his it original good? I'm creation? just saying, if it looks good, if it looks good. The RPG of all RPGs? i mean I i'll to. watch it but it's gotta have a decent plot i can't just watch it because the characters look like dragon ball characters well no it's the same it's like jrpg <laughs> the anime like it's a dude it's a kid on jrpg an, the anime yeah it's a kid on a shonen adventure in a fantasy world with dragons and magic and, okay okay yeah it's dragon. Just... come on you know dragon quest look i forgot you were like the lord of whole i forgot wait the lord of who wholesome oh yeah absolutely <laughs> um but no i don't even think it's wholesome though because it's like um like the games definitely aren't wholesome the, the games definitely have dark topics in them and stuff like that it's, okay because it's the mirror just, of final it fantasy gave, it gave me like you know like Yu-Gi-Oh, like monster rancher type vibes yeah yeah, yeah. i mean kind of more or less it's it's <laughs> i'll put it like this it's something you've probably seen before it's nothing groundbreaking you know what i mean for sure right 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 right. um but for me it's just the fact that one dragon quest is like obviously the it's like the rpg of all rpgs like the one that really laid the foundation for rpgs and um i'm a very very huge even turn-based jrpgs gamer ever since i was little um so that tie to it is there for me and then like i said the the dragon ball um character designs are super nostalgic um and the animation just looks clean because it looks very modern like it doesn't look old so, i mean that's all i really need okay. and some and some good action okay some good action. i was just curious say. just curious because it's been there for a minute yeah. i've scrolled past it a few times you know i was curious about it i yeah. just was like i was like yeah this feels like like the nine-year-old in me is not there and ready to watch this i get a little bit of <laughs> younger like you're saying a little bit more wholesome hunter hunter vibes from it like yeah dude's kind of dad abandoned him when he was a kid and he goes out looking for him his dad's not who he thought he was like it's got all that type of stuff in it um gotcha okay i'm saying um so yeah i'll look, that was just a shout out is, though i'll still watch pokemon so look yes i don't judge i yeah. just was curious and the fights <laughs> if you've ever seen modern pokemon them fights are like on par with 
like those Pokemon battles are on par with like Dragon Ball Super fights. Like <laughs> Charizard <laughs> fire blasts and hyper beam struggles and like it's nuts. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll use that as my next pick. Why not? Inappropriate amounts of water coming out of Pokemon. Yeah, like insane amounts. Fire hydrant levels. <laughs> where was he storing all that? Well, yeah, where that Squirtle get that giant <laughs> amount of water from? <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah, I'll go with that for mine. Wait, j- <laughs> you're going with a not a fall season anime that you're gonna watch? Wait, it's not fall season. Wait, is it? The second season is yeah. Oh, okay, the second season. Okay, yeah, okay. The second. I just, you, I just have said you watched the first one? No, that's what I was saying. I didn't watch the first season, but oh, I, okay, this okay. Is a show <laughs> in general, <laughs> so you can't watch. make a retro pick your pick. no, no, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so the next one for me is, let me see, let me make sure I got this name right. Case Closed, episode 5,000. <laughs> Yo, every time I see Case Closed, I'm like, I'm going to watch this again. How has he still not found the dude who made him a case? Because <laughs> he's the worst child detective on the planet. <laughs> it's been a thousand episodes. Yo, RD, I'm telling you, the RDC World reference to that was the best. The he's anime just house. Like, don't let them know I'm not a child. <laughs> yeah. Those will be way less impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm just trapped in a child's body. Um, for all um, eternity. You might as well give up at this point and just regrow up. <laughs> like, just relive your childhood. That's the thing. I don't know. If, I don't know if he ages. Is he immortal, too? Oh, my God. I don't know if he's immortal. I think he can die. <laughs> I just don't think he ages. <laughs> That's crazy. So, my next pick is uh, Meruku-chan. Meruko-chan? I'm gonna need a spell. I think it's called. This is uh M I E R U K O. That's all I need. Dash Chan. That's all I need. Um this I think is another like horror based one. But it said I think the tag the oh the tags were comedy, horror, and supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um and it just says uh normal girl was living a normal life until she wasn't. I don't know why, but that line made me think of that game that we recently talked about. I think it was like a couple weeks ago. Where it was like the girls in like a she like wakes up in a different world from like her regular world. Mm-hmm. It just changes immediately. But anyway, this is one day is she could isekai? see everything. Was it isekai? <laughs> isekai. The game had an isekai type premise. Oh, I know. Oh, uh, uh, not for for. And she had that metal thing on her wrist. For spoken, yeah. For spoken. Yeah, 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 yeah. For spoken. Yeah. That just made me think of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this one just says, what's a girl to do when hideous monsters appear no matter which way she turns? And on top of that, nobody else can see them. So I'm assuming this is going to be like a ghost detective type situation, uh, um, which I'm always down for. You know, a Yu Yu show, but probably less fighting yeah, and yeah, more yeah. just screaming and running away. More, th- more horror-y than action, I guess. Maybe, yeah. Um, but this is done by Studio Passione. Which uh, also did uh, one of my favorites, Interspecies Reviewers. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, they also did the, the Higurashi series. It's not, actually. Okay. It's not. Um, they also did uh, Raka, the Six Braves. Oh, okay. So they're kind of diverse. Yeah, so it's that studio. They're all over the place. <laughs> I didn't know they made all those same shows. Yeah. So that, that one, that's nice, mine. Nice. Um, for me, so I'm gonna start going out of order a little bit because I have to, um, 
yeah definitely a little bit but um jobless reincarnation part two yeah for Uh, sure love season one of the show caught me kind of by surprise because (laughs) in the vast sea of isekai that we that exists in anime today i feel like it's very hard to come at it at a unique angle if you will um and this this show kind of does it in the way where the main character is like not only are you going through his entire new life with him from infancy um he's also kind of just like a regular like what's the best way to put it he like i want to say like a regular dude but he in his last life he was actually not really he was like the 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 saddest regular dude yeah like like a dude who never lived up to any kind of potential yeah and he didn't really have goals or anything like he kind of just laid around um lived in his i think house it's like when somebody it's like when somebody says like oh like my uncle still lives in my grandmother's basement or something yeah it's like that person that you would imagine he was that person yeah so it's like I guess the the take that they do is like him now that he has a second chance he's like I'm not going to waste it like I wasted my first life. I'm really going to be like Well look, I you know bro, I have to argue that we would all be a little more motivated if we had magic, okay? If Absolutely. I was learning magic every day, I'd be a little more motivated. What? Okay? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. But go on. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm with you. Um but no, that's kind of what his mindset was though. He was like I'm not yeah. going to I have a second chance at life. I'm going to make it amazing. I'm going to mm-hmm. use all of the knowledge that I retained from my first life. And I'm going to use that to not make whatever mistakes I made in the second life. And I feel like maybe that's not something Isekai usually focuses on. Like, yeah, they usually get to the next world and either just completely forget about the previous world. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just in this new world now, whatever. Or they're trying to get back to the previous world. Um, right. But this is kind of like a middle ground, I feel like. so. Um, I'm hyped because, especially because they super cliffhangered this show too. So I I need that to pick back up because uh, it was going places. But yeah, <laughs> hype for that. And that's All coming right, October third, think... October third. Nice. Yeah. And I think I only have two left. Okay. So the first one I'll talk about, which I'm sure a bunch of people will talk about, and I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but it's the Tact Op Dot Destiny. Mm-hmm. God, I love anime and their naming <laughs> schemes. Yep. Dot slash slash hack sign. Um, <laughs> they love punctuation. But this is a weird one. Um, this one is done. It's got MAPPA and Madhouse listed as studios. Mm-hmm. We all know MAPPA did Juju mm-hmm. and the most recent season of Attack on Titan. Absolutely. God of High School and a bunch of other stuff. And Madhouse did One Punch Man yep. and Overlord and Death Note. Yep. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, so this one I'm assuming is going to be the big flashy, like pretty anime of the season. Mm-hmm. It'll probably look good as far as, uh, plot. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more skeptical. And it said the world completely changed when it was struck by a black meteor effect. Black meteorite, which produced grotesque monsters called D2, that have overrun the land and its people. D2 very quickly banned all music, which was the one thing able to overcome them. But there are people who resist the D2. They are young women who hold the power of music, music art, with the guidance of a conductor. 
These are in quotes. Mm -hmm. These young women use the greatest music scores in human history to defeat monsters. And this anime takes place in America in the year 2047. And Tact, a conductor, is partnered with a music art named Destiny. Tact yearns for music to be returned to the world, and Destiny wishes to destroy the D2. Interesting. So, I feel like I can already see this entire anime in my head. Very well um, animated. But I'm definitely going to check it out because the trailer for it at least looked interesting. You um, see a lot of anim- high, high fidelity sweat droplets rushing uh, yeah. down characters' faces. <laughs> see a lot, of, a lot of hair being blown in the wind. <laughs> exactly. A lot of drapey, dra- drapey clothing. Yeah. A lot of bright colors. They're going to somehow know? figure out how to animate sound beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm wondering like if we're gonna hear real music or if we're gonna hear like, um, you know, just really well produced original music. Mm. That's that's my biggest curiosity about this right now. Do you think they would? Do we see a lot of anime actually get licensing though for real music? Uh, I want to say Carol and Tuesday did. Okay. I never actually watched that, but I think I remember them saying mm-hmm. that like they played actual songs. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, that we that we would know, but interesting. I'm not a hundred. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's not impossible. No, yeah, right? I don't think so. Too. It's taking place in America. Yeah. Absolutely. So I just think I think it would be interesting if they did go that route because yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I don't want us. like another Doctor Stone situation. In what way? Of like original songs. Did they have original songs in Doctor Stone? You don't remember them songs that woman kept singing from the recordings of oh, this on the spaceship? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah How yeah, could you yeah. forget that? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. like whole three minute scenes of people with tears in their eyes. I know because that, <laughs> that weird, one song, <laughs> that woman singing in English. <laughs> English. <laughs> yeah, because wasn't she like? Did she have like a country accent? She had like the like weirdest accent. Like she she was speaking like English, but then her singing voice was like you could tell was like a regular white lady. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I know what you mean now. Because it sure. was like her speaking voice was not clear, but her That's singing funny. voice was super clear. Super clear, yeah. Like it almost seemed like in the show how the dude was impersonating her voice to sing it. Like, that's what it felt like to me watching yeah. it. Like, someone was just impersonating <laughs> yes. someone's singing voice. Like, it would just switch from her talking voice to the completely different singing voice. I know. Exactly. And then they just took, like, let's take every American folk song and put it into, like, an AI and then let that AI come up with a song. Yeah. And then that's yeah. the song that they would play. Exactly. So, I don't, as long as they don't do that for this. <laughs> they can't. I might give it a chance. I'll give it more of a chance. They only could they get could. away with that. They, you can only get away with that in well, Dr. you think Stone. they're going to get, like, Lady Gaga songs and stuff? That would be hilarious. That would actually be so funny. Nah, 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 nah. You don't D2, think it would be, like, like J-pop die. or something, though? It could, but why, in, why have it take place in America? Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Dang. I'm interested to, to know now. Mappa gotta have the money. It's Lady Gaga anime. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, now I'm just picturing, like, this chick singing Rihanna to Alien. That's, All right. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Who banned music? They just started bleeding out their ears. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, man. Um, okay, so I'm going to cheat a little bit. Um, I was going to say, the next one, I'm, the last one I have is, like, this is only if you don't say it first, because I have a feeling you might say it. 
um i might um so right now i'm gonna just say demon slayer real quick and we already talked about that so i'm gonna not talk about that again yeah um and then my next one uh that i see um uh do i want to talk about i guess Eden, my bad. I, i'll I talk have... about eden zero another one yeah so i had two more that's my bad Go okay ahead. no problem um eden zero another one that is continuing this season but i haven't started yet um similar to die um so that's one that i will be starting um, i started it you did start it i just don't have a lot of feelings oh no um, i like the main character the boy main character wait is is lucy different than lucy in fairy tale in in what way like because what i thought my um what i'm thinking going into this is that these are the exact same character templates and essentially the same characters <laughs> from fairy tale but now they're in this future setting he is a little bit like black black natsu yeah. and i don't mean that in skin tone i mean in hair color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh that came out wrong but uh, sh- uh did she feel like sal lucy lucy did she feel like lucy a little bit okay but not not really no okay okay interesting she felt different is happy just happy happy looks yes. like just happy happy, okay. happy is just happy <laughs> okay <Yeah. laughs> i got you um but yeah i'm 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 curious to see what's up with this but show. yeah the the character that she meets that is essentially not to is not to okay like he instead of being raised by dragons i think he's raised by robots zombies or something zombies okay yo rob robots you're right robots, it's really? robots oh my god he's raised by robots that's hilarious because he's on like a he's on like a leftover carnival planet yeah so he's raised by like all the robots oh no that's for the sad. like running that planet the defunct carnival yeah. bots yeah oh god um but yeah that's that's the one i'm gonna i'm gonna start that soon though and probably catch up and then be at season two maybe before this starts but um okay yeah that'll be well my second to last one sorry which i forgot about till i saw it was uh i believe it is called the faraway paladin Mm -hmm. or i I think it's sahate no paladin um this one gives me like magus bride Mm -hmm. vibes because of the animation but Mm -hmm. and then maybe the level of level of fantasy i didn't watch magus bride i just watched the visuals from afar mm-hmm. um but it says in the ruined city of the dead far from human civilization lives a single human child named will he is raised by three undead okay that's why i said by the dead because i was thinking of this oh, okay um blood the heroic skeleton warrior mary the mummy priestess and gus the crotchety ghost wizard the three of them teach the boy what they know and pour their love into him one day, the boy begins to wonder, who am I? Will discovers the mysteries of the undead hidden in the faraway land. He learns of the love and mercy of good gods as well as paranoia and madness of evil gods. And once he learns it all, the boy embarks on the path to becoming a paladin. Mm. It just looks like a big action fantasy. Yeah. Um, it's what I get from the trailers when I watch it. Um, that so that's pretty much all I'm expecting. And not a whole lot from this children's playground entertainment which is the studio they have on here i okay. like nothing i recognize from so okay. yeah it's not a name that pops up um in my head yeah uh, but i only have two more i think okay um i'll do the one that's also ongoing first or a continuation i guess a sequel 
Um, so I am actually going to try to watch the second season of Yashihime. Um, and I don't think this is a terrible show. I just think it's having a hard time getting through that initial shonen. Like you have shonens where the initial part is very interesting, and then you have shonens where the initial part is mad slow, and then they eventually get to the interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Right now, my only problem with Yashihime is that there's no um, stakes and there's no scale to what's happening. Like the main villain is literally just like it's like how do I put it? The main villain is like on Sashomaru's level. <laughs> but he's he's not evil or anything. He's just a demon who exists in the world. Sashomaru <laughs> controls half of the world. This other guy controls the other half. He essentially just doesn't like what these three half demon girls are doing. So he's now trying to mess with them and kill them and stuff. But he's not evil, right? Like he doesn't have any <laughs> grand ambition for anything. Um, so it's so like he's just like indifferent. An it's just gray. Yeah, yeah, it's just gray. He's just like kind of there to kind of build them up. And I think once we get past this dude in the story and the writing, that's kind of like Boruto, right? Like Boruto is such a slog in the beginning because they're not doing anything substantial. Like the world's never in danger. Like how in Naruto, like Naruto almost dies like the first couple of episodes. Once they go to that village of the ways with Zabuza and stuff, and that's, they're talking about assassins and um got kakashi doing all this cool stuff it's a similar thing to where it's like not until later do they really get to the okay this is the serious crisis like this is yeah all of this stuff you were doing up until now was child's play and i feel like yashihime is still in the child's play part of it but once they get past this dude they'll be in like okay now we're serious um, that's why i feel like uh tower of god has that same problem yeah because people keep talking about how like hype it gets later, but it's yeah. like we gotta get past all we the gotta get beginning there. shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm gonna push. I'm gonna try and push through. I'm gonna try and get there. Um, but yeah. So I I I do overall though like kind of the trio of characters. Um, I like kind of the setup that they got of like it still feels very Inuyasha y to me, mm-hmm. um, which I think is good. Um, and they nail it with like the music cues and like the sound effects and stuff because they're like almost ripped straight from the original show so it kind of gives you that nostalgia there um and that's coming october 2nd so nice. get out for that um and then do you have one more still or I, should i just go my last one yeah i sent you a link in the chat in okay. the discord i don't know if you've seen this trailer i don't know if this was on your i just list. saw this title i haven't seen this trailer <laughs> please click on this video i'll talk while you all right just breathe just press i see a dude with a glowing <laughs> card in what looks like the shadow realm right now i just want you to see like when he puts on this video, i'm like look at this marketing for toys that's like happening <laughs> and cosplay <laughs> they're trying to start a whole new card battler <laughs> let's see i'm looking uh, at it now. so this one is called build Build divide is build divide build dash divide this all name capital is letters. <laughs> then it's a hashtag and <laughs> <in> six zeros. <laughs> <name is> disgusting. <laughs> and then dash code black. Y'all should caps. be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> I don't know how they sort. Like if you ever anyone who really watches anime knows when you go to the anime site and you like try to sort from A to Z, yeah. it's ridiculous how many anime are listed before you actually get to one that starts Just the with numbers, a the numbers and the Just uh, the numbers and symbols. <laughs> symbols. Stop, guys. Sort oh words. My God. 
so unnecessary. Um, so this one caught my attention because of the very flashy uh, trailer. Yeah. Um, but it, it appears to be a card, a card battler, dual master slash Yu-Gi-Oh. And I, I very much enjoy over the top uh battles, and then when they're like even more like obfuscated on top of like something as like mundane as uh, paper cards yeah <laughs> but then you know like a bunch of chaos is gonna happen yeah um but this is one of those ones that like i don't even want to read the synopsis because it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense mm. um but this is made by the studio uh linden films which it also made tokyo revengers mm. um and a couple of other anime i just am not familiar killing bites they make killing, killing bites, bites. Okay, that's cool yeah all right yeah, we we that. That, Ter- yeah. terraform ours so they've yep. been around for a little while uh nice. so Maybe um but yeah I, did you see the, his cloak that he like puts on yeah the rat the it kind of looks decoish i'm not gonna lie like evil decoish well that and i was gonna say who is the character from uh twilight princess the chameleon oh, dude yeah it looks like sand you a little bit Zant. With like the the helmet, I love Zan. Um, Zan's a great villain. Like, put Zan but, up next to Bowser and tell me <laughs> Bowser's not. No. <laughs> All right, here's a here's a better synopsis. So this is in a city where the king reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. Your strength in build divide, which is all caps, is the name of the game, determines everything. <laughs> Uh, there is a rumor circulating in Shin Kyoto. Anyone able to defeat the king in Build Divide shall be granted whatever their heart desires. In order to challenge the king, one must first enter the battle known as Rebuild. Mm-hmm. There, they have to compete to complete the key. Everyone has a wish they to, they hope to have granted. The young Tetro Kurabe vows to defeat the king so that he can get what he longs for. Key, with a little guidance from the mysterious Sakura Banka, mm-hmm. dives headfirst into the Rebuild battle. Now the city of Shin Kyoto is is the stage and build divide is the game. That sounds epic. That's what I'm saying. You know it's gonna be so like overhyped. Um I don't know. I think I'm just gonna tune in just to see what happens. Yeah. It feels like one of those ones where it could just be like full chaos. I might um, check or it, it could out. be interesting. Yeah. I would love to be put onto a new card battler in twenty. Well, I'm like this this card fight Vanguard is getting its second season. That's like one of the first things I noticed up there when I was on this uh, chart. Yeah, card and card never fight, heard of it. No, card fight. So card fight Vanguard is getting a mm-hmm. second season, but card fight for whatever it is, I really couldn't even tell you. Has been around for so long. <laughs> oh, like, really? Card fight. The property is so old. Like, oh, okay. And I okay. don't know what it is or like how I <laughs> just completely missed it or how one. Now, now I want to check it out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, card fight goes way, way back. Um, I just never dabbled in it, probably because it didn't come on like Toonami or anything um, here yeah. in the West. It was probably more of a Japanese thing, I'm guessing. But um, cool. I'm looking. So yeah, that was my last one. I'm just looking for a better description um, of this last one. But I like this one. This this description sounds cool because the one on the website doesn't do it justice. I don't think. Um, but the show is called Platinum End, um, and is by Signal MD. Mm. Um, it's coming October 7th, and the synopsis is, um, this series follows Mirai Kakahashi, a student who attempts suicide but is rescued by his guardian angel, Nase, who not only has vowed to protect him but bestows him with special powers as he is also one of the 13 candidates chosen by different angels to take the role of God, who is, who is to retire in 999 days. Um, (laughs) 
So it's 12, 13 chosen humans with angel given powers and they're fighting in a tournament to see who's going to be the next God. Um, I don't even know what else I got to say about that. That's right up my alley. Um, <laughs> it sounds awesome. The visuals look unique. There's a bunch of wings and crystals and shooting lasers and stuff. Um, and it, it just looks pretty cool. So um, definitely hype for that. Do you have a top pick? Out of all of these? Yep. Uh, I would have to say Demon Slayer probably. Um, Demon Slayer season two. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think probably jobless until okay. more of my shonen come back. Yeah. I'm in like a shonen drought right now. It doesn't yeah. feel good. I'm Black lacking my fighting Clover. spirit. My fighting spirit is lacking. Black Clover is the only shonen you need. I keep telling you this. Mm-hmm. Audience, we'll get there. It's on the backlog. She's complaining we'll about there. not having shonen to watch, but is skipping, is purposely ignoring one of the greatest. Well, that's shonen like saying that's like years. saying you should watch if you you're missing shonen, you should watch Full Metal Alchemist, right? If you haven't like, it's seen it, dark. it's pretty dark. What you say is dark. Yeah, it's sad. Oh, you want like a happier shonen? Well, not happier shonen, but just a more straightforward shonen. One Piece, then. <laughs> we Look, all know I, I started that. <laughs> I got so you can't. For you. I got two hundred fifty in before I quit on that one. So don't <laughs> don't come at me on that. You got it. No, you got to get to five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get to five hundred. You didn't try. That's it's crazy, but that's the real thing that people say. And I mean, I get. <laughs> I'm why, sure it is. It's it's yelling maniacs. It's a task. I know. I'm gonna go catch up on Conan. Conan. <laughs> What's Conan? <laughs> Detective Conan. Oh, oh God. That's an even bigger task. <laughs> All right. Very, very quickly, I'm going to let you guys know that. So, Fina, since we're still in Anime Corner, Fina is on only on, like, episode eight. So, that's one of those in-between titles that mm-hmm. is, it's, like, between f- summer and fall? Yeah, summer and fall. Mm-hmm. Um, And I will probably not report on that until that season over because this anime is very re-zero-y in that characters like to like give big grandstanding speeches at each other about feelings and intent and promises and bloodlines (laughs) so like there's a lot of that happening and not a lot to like talk about so I'll probably talk about that later at some point maybe or maybe when Tiz catches up speaking of I didn't tell you I dropped it again couldn't do it you dropped what re-zero again i couldn't do it. i can't i can, just can't do it i'm just when the next season comes out i was out, hoping you finish so that i would be like cool because i, I want to watch it there's just for watch some the recaps. reason i really want to watch re-zero like i don't know why Look, if you want to watch the show if you really want to try then try but i would recommend <laughs> you just watch the youtube recaps. i don't know why I just... just watch the recaps like because i'm as i'm watching it like i'm putting it on every night as I, when i usually watch anime um, when you say the recaps, what do you mean? Like somebody summarizing it? Yeah, somebody basically recapped season one, two, and three in a very succinct <laughs> and understandable way. And I'm like, okay, this seems like an interesting story. But as I'm watching the actual show night to night, I'm just like staring at the screen and it just feels like, you know how you, you're looking at something or you're studying something and it just feels like whatever you're looking at is just bouncing off of your face and none of yes. it's going into you at all. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. how I, and I can't get, I, there's nothing I can do to make myself not feel that way. I tried everything. 
with this show. <laughs> and I just don't know how to. Oh, no. It's just the present. It's only the presentation. I, like, I feel like that's all it is. It's the way they tell you the story in the show itself that's so, like, disjointed and just doesn't hold you. Like, I guess I just want people to be as angry as they were about Chris Pratt being Mario. To be as angry. Yeah, about ReZero not but making people sense. people love it. People say ReZero is their favorite But they still show. like it? Okay. That's, what, that's why I tried to watch it again. Because I'm like, people are really saying, yo, ReZero. And it's on my anime app uh, and probably my anime list too. This season got 89%, 86% out of 100 reviews. And I'm just like, what? Maybe my brain is just not wired the right way for the show. But it's just <laughs> not. It just, I can't get the actual show itself to make me watch it like, he's not resetting know. enough that was the gimmick that was the original interesting gimmick yeah and does he reset a lot or no he still dies but he's not as it's not as like panicky as it was in the first mm-hmm. season like it the way it shocked him and shocked us in the first season that shock is like completely gone now so maybe that's part of it it's more like a tool than anything now like he like, but is he confused is he does he stay confused so he's only confused and they explain this thing where like when he dies the way it looks from his perspective is whatever he's seeing when he dies it almost juts immediately straight to him waking back up like there's no mm-hmm. transition so it disorients him every time he wakes up from death because it's like switching the channel really quick you know what i mean yeah but other than that no he usually wakes up he's like okay this is what i just did this is the lessons i learned i'm gonna do it differently this way and it's like every time he just it's this thing where he makes a little bit more progress than the last time so it's kind of like a roguelike in that way like Mm -hmm. he's earning his mental currency that he then takes between runs and i guess i'm just because i understand when i got to the part where you felt like the shock was dropping off definitely Mm -hmm. i guess i'm just like the thing that would carry me on from that point was like his level of confusion because the point i had left off was like nobody remembered rem again and it was just like he's he's like oh i'm gonna kill myself and reset this and that doesn't reset it and i'm like okay now the panic sets in again because he's lost a little bit of control that he thought he had it kind of has that but they never make you care about well, at least me, they never make me care about the importance and significance about everybody not remembering Rem the way he does. Like, I never feel as stressed <laughs> as he does about it. I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but this last latest season, the whole thing has kind of been like a chess match between him and I won't say who it is, but there's another character who he finds out is kind of behind a lot of the shenanigans that he's been dealing with. Not the revival part, but a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff in the actual world. And yeah. they know that he has this power to revive, so they're specifically messing with him. So it's like kind of a chess match between those two. But uh, it's not a chess match in the way like Light and L have a chess match. Like it's not that engaging. So I <laughs> it's like the character it's like the other character on the other end that's not Subaru is not at all <laughs> like I don't feel anything towards him. Like he's just kind of there and it's like, why are you doing this? What what I don't know. Maybe you just gotta watch it to kind of mm-hmm. see how you feel about it but i'm gonna ch- I, I really want to go back yeah so just give it a try let me know what you think it's tough and you might I'll love just it be like bah, i'm confused yeah and if you do um, end up getting it and liking it then you can explain it to me <laughs> and then i'll watch it from that view um, 
Yeah. Uh, so I'll just also briefly mention that I'm pretty sure uh, the second season of Standing on a Million Lives ended. Mm. Uh, this past week, pretty, mm. pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent. Um, Someone else told me to watch that too. Recently. I was a little lackadaisical this season, as far as like my mind was wandering a bit mm. over the course of the season of like, what are we doing and why should I care? But I will say that I think they wrapped it up pretty succinctly and uh like remind... wrapped it up completely at least the story for this story for this arc oh, i mean okay, okay. the arc okay. so I, fe- I feel like they wrapped this uh season story up and then reminded you of the overall the arcing the overarching impending conf- conflict mm-hmm. so to speak right, right um so yeah i think that one hopefully we'll get another season but we'll see mm-hmm. um but I think it was decent still. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I've heard good things about it. Um, yeah. From you. It definitely didn't bomb like Spider did. Oh, did Spider bomb? In my mind, it did. Oh, no. Do you think Spider's done done? I don't know. Okay. People could still like it. I don't know. It just went. Fell off. It just went uh, hard. Like, it wasn't even a U-turn. It's like It's like going around a sharp turn on a cliff with a guardrail and it just decided off to cliff. drive <laughs> off the guardrail you're like you're like I'm there's t- no oncoming traffic what what, what 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 happened i'm tired of this ah! <laughs> no nah, i feel you um nice jumping the megalodon as opposed to jumping the shark uh yeah. so yeah just one million lives is done i recommend it uh if you have not watch that yet so that's like 24 episodes of a show you can go watch cool cool yeah i'm gonna check that out at some point too let us go ahead and finish up and get to my hero my hero finale because that is the last one and now i'm gonna be so like super depressed because now there's no shonen i said it was gonna be dry you heard me say it like two episodes ago i said it's about to be dry when my hero yeah i'm gonna have to start rewatching other shonen Mm -hmm. watch juju again See, see a couple <laughs> black flashes get you hype again. Watch Juju you know again. <laughs> um, didn't they say the Juju movie Zero was coming out this later this year? I want to shout that out too. Uh, I don't know because I keep seeing the trailer, but I'm like, yeah, I have no idea when it's actually. Hold on, I'm seeing. Okay, it's not on the list under movies, so I'm not sure. But I thought I saw on Twitter that it was coming this holiday. I could be wrong. Maybe December. Yeah, it might be a winter. Yeah. Anime. Um, keep an eye out for that because I think that's going to be a great, great. Movie. They'll probably try to get people while they're home for Christmas break. Absolutely, as they should. Um, but yeah, my hero. Um, I don't even know where to start with this episode. So this is a very summary episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think because we spend so much time over not recently, but over the season with uh, Deku mm-hmm. and shoto and bakugo uh they gave us like summary flashes of who everyone else spent their in what do we call it work studies work, work study. studies yeah work studies yeah who everybody spent their Everybody's work studies with power-ups so i thought that was pretty cool because a lot a lot more than i expected but again ua is supposed to be the top here at school yeah but a lot more than i expected ended up with people in the top 10 so that's pretty cool. My favorite power up is still uh, Tokoyomi and his dark shadow armor. Yeah, of course. That I he need just to know keep, more. He just keeps making his shadow armor cooler. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> I can fly with it now. Yeah, it's so dope. Uh, I um, thought, what's her face is um, Slime Queen's 
slime armor was cool too. power up yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, i thought it was a good idea yeah um and it, we, uh we Tanya, got how, hero, so. tell me why why did tanya spin his work study with the normal hero <laughs> I meant to look up, up who that was. I, I wanted to know, does he have a power or is he Mugen Rider? Like, who is <laughs> I think he's guy? Mugen Rider. Yeah. I think he's Mugen Rider. <laughs> um, and then uh, there was another mysterious uh, hero, uh, Momo's uh, mentor. Momo. Uh, it was like the it was like the magical wizard hero. Oh, the wizard. He, he looked cool, he, yeah. He the looked cool hero. as hell. He didn't, he didn't have a... Um, a chart number though no nah, he did which i found very strange he's mysterious but he mysterious. he was pretty cool i was like what's up with that dude why we never seen him before yeah i'm like are they dropping hints for stuff specifically like are they just now revealing certain heroes do you think these heroes do you think these heroes are more you see them in um that side that spinoff manga the vigilantes you could yeah it could be a thing because i'm like i i haven't crack that at all i have no I idea what's going on over there in that spinoff but I, that's been around for a little while now i did hear that that spinoff is more like niche like not the mm-hmm. super crazy spectacular powered heroes that you would normally think of right right show in the show um, i would so assume yeah, so because i would assume that's why they're they have to be vigilantes because they're not that strong. getting trained <laughs> yeah um but yeah we we got back to um the hero side for the first time in like what five six episodes now a while um a while and like you said they kind of just summarized everything up and we saw the actual conversation conversation between tomura and him getting the new power up upgrade or whatever um they said he has to endure hellish pain for four months (laughs) Um, and when he comes out, he'll be a beautiful butterfly of destruction or something like that. He said like something we, like that. I was like, we spent, we had to go back like six episodes to yeah. go back to the point we originally started at, which is him with a tube, in getting electrocuted gut. with a tube in his gut. Yeah. Do you think, do you think they're doing this thing on purpose? Well, not this thing, but it was this one detail where they kept showing um, Tomura's busted up arm. Do you think they were doing that? to like kind of reflect on how deku used to bust his arms up all the time one million percent yeah like that was the like circle. most heavy-handed yeah like um what do you call it not metaphor but like full circle yeah. they're trying parallel to like, yeah parallel there you go of being like yeah remember deku's fucking burgundy arms maroon arm oh, yeah this he had to do this too so yeah i think i think that was very much supposed to be like yes I'm noticing too. Deku. They have very similar hairstyles now as well. <laughs> yeah, like why is Shigaraki's hair getting so it's a little froggy? Yeah, it's like getting a little, a little, a little poop. A little Dekuish. And I noticed his head was getting a little rounder. Yeah, he's, he's look, not, looking a less um gaunt, gauntish. He's not gaunt. wearing the hands anymore. You know, he's separating himself yeah. from his old self. Um, I like the hands though. I like the. I do too. They're I creepy. think he was much more intimidating when he was. All- covered in mummy but hands. now he wears like a big dumbass cape and i love that too it is dope yeah it is dope um so i, did, I said it was dumb <laughs> you said i dumb. still like it <laughs> i said it's a dumbass cape yeah i still like it trench coat because it's got the big gold tassels on it like he's a ship captain general yeah admiral so dumb admiral tomura um, um but yeah 
so they're setting up the well they everybody keeps saying that this is the setup for next season to be the meta liberation war arc so i guess the war between the heroes and this army and, yeah because um, we get like a little bit of a mini focus on hawks what's up where he's like panicking a bit is he good or evil i don't know yet still i don't know i felt like hawks could totally be down with the metahuman that's what i thought too but he's also saying like i'm gonna warn endeavor i need to warn i need to get more information yeah. to warn see the this heroes. is why i don't this is why i go back to being like i have to just believe he's good because yeah. he's not he's giving me all the signs that says that yeah he might be a little bit lazy or a little bit laid back but he yeah. is at the end of the day still a hero but it's like he has that look in his eyes though like you know some characters you just look in their eyes and it's not pure he's an impure <laughs> no, I soul think, i didn't get impure i just think that like he's that guy that's like He's always like trying to be like twenty steps ahead, mm. but he at the same time he's never gonna lose his cool. He yeah. doesn't want anyone to see him lose his cool, yeah. and like he's got to put this face on and all this stuff. But then like he probably does actually panic, but you just never head. see it. He panics right? in his head, yeah, yeah. So he strikes me as the type that like if there's any type of like uncertainty within him, you're gonna it comes out as like that on his face as suspicion. Like he makes you. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you're like he doesn't ever not smile. Like exactly. what's going on? Exactly. And um, he's too good at manipulating people, which I think is always a red flag. Like when you can manipulate both the good guys and the bad guys whenever you want. Yeah, uh, it's kind of it's kind of raises. But questions. we don't know how long he's been doing this either. Yeah, it's not absolutely. like it's not like he just started going undercover when we met him. Yeah, so exactly, we don't know how long he's been implanted. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I think that's. I think next season is absolutely gonna be hype. Um, yeah, they, this whole like we're going to war now. I'm like, this is weird and unexpected, but okay, yeah. sure. Can you believe that the start of the season was that training with the with the, the test? <laughs> yeah, every the time I'm like, this season was too short. I think back to that, and I'm like, no, it wasn't. This Never season mind. was. We My had bad. that moment. We had the work study with the three. Um, mm-hmm. Three amigos. We had all of Endeavor's family drama. All of Endeavor's family drama, and we got <laughs> three my, amigos, and we got my villain Academia, all in one season. Yeah, twenty five episodes, twenty four, twenty five. That's how you 25? pack a season. Yeah, that's how you pack a season. Um, so we get to see everybody's little. Some people got a little power ups, little yeah. upgrades. Um, and yeah, I think that was pretty much it, right? And then, well, we get. I think there's two major conversations. There's the one of, again, that stupid, I gotta watch again, that stupid singularity point explanation that the doctor gives. Singularity point. Remind so me. the doctor, when the doctor is talking about, um, yeah, Shigaraki and the whole transformation the process and all that stuff, yeah. he's, he talks, he goes into that monologue where he's talking about, he explains like his theory about the singularity point. What is and I'm like, the singularity I forget. Point? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm like, I always like don't quite understand what the explanation. Um, so I have to go back and watch that a little bit. I might have to. Too. And so there's that part, and then there's the part at the end where uh, we find out all All Might had a has a meeting with Stain. Who has a meeting with Stain? All Might. All, all Might. Might. Yeah, he has a meeting with Stain. Who's in prison? And then, Stain's in prison. Yes, yes, yes. 
I'm just trying to figure out, like, these are these things that happen. This kind of show makes me mad when they, like, casually toss out, like, details where you're, like, please elaborate on what's going on there. We just now, for the very first time, in one sentence, they revealed All Might's uh, teachers had a separate quirk from All for One. Yes. Yes. Like, they just casually threw that out there. This is what I'm trying to get to, this conversation. (laughs) They just casually threw that out there. Yeah, so... He was like, because like, he said you have to prepare for the next one, which was, he said float. Yeah, float. So is he just about to be able to fly now? That's what I was like, is he <laughs> just going to have Uraraka's power and make her useless when she just, saying. like, created, she just created an entire upgrade around him. Yeah, exactly. And now he's about to render her useless. Float. And I was like, that's <laughs> interesting. Because they flash back to that character, that teacher character, so many times. And never yes. once has she been, like, doing something heroic with her power. So no, I'm like that's thinking, true. I'm like, what? Well, because in the context, we've only been, it's either been as All Might's mentor, yeah. so giving him some type of verbal advice, or as Shigaraki's grandmother. Yeah. It's the only context we've ever seen her in. I just want to say she has the absolute worst hero costume. She's the coolest she, giant yellow glove. She's about to wash some dishes. I was about to say, she looks like she's so cleaning hard. a house. Yeah, I was like, she's like super mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's her. Because she kind of looks like the chick from, she looks like the mentor chick from Full Metal. Yeah, That's she who does. she reminds me of. She does a little bit. So I was like, she's just super mom. That's so funny. <laughs> like, she really has the yellow cleaning gloves. Yeah. And she just has a towel cape on. Like, it's just I a wanna plain. I want to see, I want to say, I want to see uh, the other guy. I forget his name because we haven't seen him. Grand Prix? Grand Prix is he Grand Torino? The... I want to see Grand oh, Torino. We haven't seen Grand Torino bounce off like the walls. as a regular person size. You know when he's not an old man and all tiny. Oh, his, in his yeah. Why in his flashbacks? Yeah, it's normal for him. <laughs> <laughs> why in the flashbacks is he just like so much different? Because when you get old, you shrink extremely. Ooh, your that's voice. true. Okay, your voice I'm still out. here. Okay. I just thought you got scared and quiet. No, no, no. We both must have cut out then. <laughs> oh, I thought you got scared and quiet. Uh, Discord's messing up. When you get old, you shrink. But yeah, so uh, I want to see him like in his normal form. Why do I feel like the wind from his boots can only propel him because he's so tiny? <laughs> I don't think this. Like, I have a hard time imagining it, the bigger form bouncing Doesn't he create the, the propulsion? Yeah. It's like his yeah. lungs. He says it comes from his lungs and goes out Ew. through his feet. Yeah. Gross. So he had to train his lung capacity to be able to bounce off of walls the way he does. Because Weird. it's the same air that he breathes. Quirks. So what 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 but what does that have to do with his personality? Is maybe he's a very energetic, bouncy. See, like this is where person. I like I this know. is where I call bull on the whole like your quirks and your personality shit and they're yeah. making that shit up later in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, what does that have to do with your personality? I mean, same. you could say the same with Lamillion. Like, his personality no, doesn't match his quirk at all. No, I think I think Amirion's very much matches his personality. Really? Phasing through things? Yes, phasing in. Phasing to fit in. Fitting into things. Making everyone feel welcome. I guess so, yeah. Phasing in. Yeah. To fitting in. Yeah, you could say that. You could to say that. save a million. <laughs> to save a million. No, oh. but I'm just saying, and like, oh, what? No, you first. This no, 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 go ahead. I, I was, was just going to say, Sun Eater, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'd have to bullshit on that one, too. I mean, he, maybe he just likes food. 
maybe. I don't know. You maybe that's fat. That might be fat gum. He man. just lives. You are what you eat. Yeah. He lives that. There you go. He embodied that. He just goes with the flow. Whatever he puts in his mouth, he just becomes it. Yeah. Uh-oh. So I don't know. Let's. <laughs> don't know. I'm gonna bet on next se- next season being a lot of money, and I also wanted to bet mm-hmm. on. I have the hardcore intense feeling that either Manetta or Lazy Belly Laser Belly Button is gonna eat it hard. Like death. Yes. Hmm. Why Cause laser I need, belly button? Because because uh, here's why. <laughs> At the very end of this episode, they sat down because you know how they love to have their class dinners. Yeah. Which I was like, I wish I had friends like this. <laughs> they sat down. They had their dinner, and they were like, "Let's." They kept being like, "We only have three months left," and then they were like, "It's gonna be the end of our first year." And then Tanya is like, "But there's still three months." And mm-hmm. then like all oh, people were like, "Yeah, I've gotten better at this." Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And then. I was like, yeah, there's still three months left for one of your friends to die to propel you into your second year. Yeah. You know, under which you do your next, like, evolution of powering up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely <laughs> see it happening. Because, of course, they, like, can be based on emotions like that. I just feel like someone's going to eat it. I don't think anybody, the audience, nor the characters in the show care if Belly Button dies. I think Mineta would hit hard, pretty hard. I think Mineta would hurt, the like, the class. I'm thinking yeah. about. I'm not thinking about the audience. I'm thinking about who would, who could take would away from the class. From we wouldn't. We wouldn't really miss them, but the class would feel the the devastation of that loss. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Belly Button is that at all. I don't think either <laughs> us or the people in the show would miss Belly Button. I don't know. I think that class is tight enough that you hit anybody, like they're gonna feel that way about any. I'm just trying to think of the most useless person. The most plot useless plot wise. Tail. He's another one that nobody would care. Can you stop? Can you stop trying to kill Ojiro? He is useless. You know we have the same birthday. Stop trying to kill him. He's the best. His quirk is horrible. It's the best to be in normal. Him and normal hero are going to create an agency. Yeah, why didn't he train under normal hero? Of normal hero. <laughs> Just doing paperwork and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they do. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah, no, there's a couple people. I think they have to make it hit kind of hard, though. I think it needs to be red riot um nah i don't think they're gonna take somebody that's gonna be like they mid they can't take they gotta take somebody out to propel it first they can't uh, i don't think they can take out a like a c tier that early so you think they're gonna die before the war or like in the midst of the bat, i think the that's conflict? gonna be like it, they're gonna be caught in that opening explosion okay i got you I see. Like, okay, we're this is serious. This is a serious fight now. Yeah, like, like that's the one that's like we're not kids oh, anymore. People yeah. die in this anime again. Like, because yeah. we have nobody's died since uh, Night Night Eye. Yeah, that's true. And heroes often don't die. I, I think Night Eye well, is the only it, one to see. Ever I die. didn't get that. I didn't get that from the conversation between Ayazawa and All Might this week. I got the feeling that heroes die a lot. Yeah, 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 I mean on screen though, on screen. That's all I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we yeah, have on only screen. seen Night Eye die. That's what I'm saying. Like I think somebody from One A has to, to has to eat it. I could see Eraserhead dying. Don't you dare. That would be a crazy sacrifice. Nah, you can't kill Kakashi that early. You think he's Kakashi? He's I guess Kakashi. He is. I guess he is Kakashi. Yeah, he's Kakashi. He's squad seven. That's <laughs> like, true. what are That's you talking true. about? <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Can't kill him that early. Like he's he he's gonna die in the third 
three fourths into the war. The third yeah. act, the final act. Of the <laughs> when he's sacrificing himself to keep the next generation alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the go. final, for the final battle. There you go. Exactly. So um, yeah, he can't die yet. Did you see they dropped the hint that they're about to start Ares training, which also to me hints that yeah, the million's about to get his powers back soon. Probably not next season. <laughs> I hope. I really hope he gets seasons. his powers back. They've yeah. dug my boy out for too long. Yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say either we're not gonna get it at all next season, or it won't be to the very end of the season. We're not gonna see any more of Shoto's family and Dobby and stuff like that. I don't think they're even gonna. <laughs> I think they're just gonna let that stew on us for a couple seasons. Um, Maybe for one. One. I think they'll come back to it after this war season, but I don't know. I haven't. We are now again into. I haven't read the manga this far, so um, I know there are manga spoilers though, so they do exist. What do you mean? I just refuse to look them up. Like there's there. I know there is mention of Dobby. Yeah. (laughs) Past this, I just don't know what it is in reference to. So. Uh, hopefully we'll get there yeah i just i just don't think they're gonna i think they're really gonna focus on this war and that family stuff doesn't have much to do with that so that's why i just think they're gonna hold and there's a movie coming so that's true too because we got like the hard ending was like there's a mission for everybody Mm -hmm. and we were like is that the world like, heroes or at least mission. i was i was like is this the movie yeah. i was like are you guys just setting up for the, movie? the movie is called world heroes mission Yes, so um, they got that mission at the end of this season. I'm guessing we're setting up for that. I would, I would assume so. But yeah, I'm can't wait for can't wait for it to come back. Who knows when that's gonna be? Um, Hopefully, not too long. No, but But, that uh, wraps that up for us, I believe. Yeah. Unless you have anything else to say? Nah, I I don't think we missed anything. Uh, My hero does a pretty good job. We know this is like a transition to another arc, so we're just going to summarize everything for you. They give you closure. (laughs) We're going to catch up on everybody, and then we're going to get you a little excited for the next part. And that's usually where they leave it. They didn't just hard cliffhanger it, which is thank you for not doing that. Yeah. Like Attack on Titan did. (laughs) Freaking bums. Yeah, I'm like, that reminds me, I'm like, I need, I really. I can finish the, this last part of JoJo that just finished because I'm like anime doesn't finish that often or or mangas don't finish that off. story storylines don't finish that often. <laughs> That's also true in this culture. So I should definitely take care to check them out when they do. Are you talking about part seven of JoJo the manga? Part eight. Oh, part eight. Yeah, part eight. Is part eight uh slippery suds, whatever his name. <laughs> yeah, soft and wet. Yeah, soft and wet. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. It's actually worse than what you said. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's all I uh, know suds. about it. Slippery suds. Soft and wet. But all right, guys. Use us. We got a little. We got a little double packed episode, but we had news to bring. Yeah. Uh, so you can email us about that at siblingrivalryclash at gmail dot com. My throat is still healing. That is siblingrivalryclash at gmail dot com. You can also tweet at us at srclash underscore pod in the twitterverse mm-hmm. and don't forget wherever you listen whether it be itunes spotify google play stitcher tune in or cast box don't forget to rate us wherever you listen mm-hmm. and you know you can go to youtube even if you don't want to rate go to tiz's youtube do it and you can give, give him a, a thumbs up you can go to night who the novice on youtube you can give me a thumb 
do it. We'll be having more videos soon. I probably, I was debating asking Tiz to put out a poll uh, to see which game I should play next for the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll do a little more thinking on that, and I'll put that out. See what you guys think. Word, word. So tune in for that. But until then, uh, we'll just be hanging about our stormy manor and uh, waiting to talk to you next week. We shall. We shall. Uh, but yeah, until then, I will continue. Oh, I forgot to mention that first worm boss in Jedi. So I'll probably play hey. a little more Jedi this week. Nice. Oh, yeah. I cheesed the hell out of it, but I did not <laughs> leave. I was determined to beat him. Wait, was this the one? Was this one in a Boga. cave? Yeah, it's like Boba. Boga. I think I remember this. He's guy. like a big green frog looking worm, worm dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he absolutely. jumps at you. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember this. So yeah, it took me like seventeen tries, but I did it. <laughs> He's a he can two shot. He like two shot you. He's annoying. He he was pivoting on like a dime. Dime, yeah. Like he was sitting on a lazy susan. It was insane. I was like, <laughs> I can't even pivot that easily. Right. This is crazy. His weird alien frog anatomy. Yeah. So yeah, guys. Until then, uh, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Play games. Watch anime. Nerd out. Consume. Do it. Build divide. Support no, your <laughs> support your favorite products. Don't support the ones you hate. What? <laughs> Don't support the ones you hate. Uh, I'm pretty. Why would you support products you hate? No, support the ones you love. Don't support the ones you hate. Well, why would you? Why would? Why would you even think? Okay, like I'm me confused. trying to push myself through ReZero. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it. It's not worth my sanity. It is worth it when you spent months screaming at me to watch the first season. The so, first season? Can yeah, we just, I think you owe me that you need to watch the second one and then have just, an opinion about it. It can't just end after the white whale in my head. Because uh, uh, essentially what you did is you were driving a van, right? And you saw me on the side of the road and you were like, you were like, hop on. And I hopped on the van and, and then I hopped jumped off. out of the driver's seat. <laughs> That's what you did. I warned you first, though. I was like, yo, I'm about to bail out. <laughs> no, you didn't. Tuck and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck and roll. I like woke up and I looked and no one was in the driver's seat. <laughs> and like, you were we waving going? through the rear view. Sorry. Look, it's that same car that was going around that curve on the mountain and just went flying off the side. That's why it went flying off the side. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, y'all. Peace out.